<laughs> this is great answer. It really is. Yo! <laughs> What's going on, world? We're back with another episode oh, of Banterific, an uncut conversation with the culture to educate, impact, and educate. Ooh, I said education twice. Impact, educate, and entertain the entertain. culture. Entertain. My name is Azim, aka the Assing Asshole, aka the Great Bear. A.K.A. one half of the short savages. There you go. A.K.A. I remember this time. <laughs> A.K.A. my keys are on the table right now. A.K.A. the only black man to get caught racist by another black man. Shut A.K.A. <laughs> A.K.A. Mr. Keep That Same Energy Ben. A.K.A. Mr. A.K.A. A.K.A. All right. And it's your boy Jason Up. A.K.A. Kineki KB. He gets out of his seat, yo. A.K.A. <laughs> he gets out of his the seat. The other half of the short savages. A.K.A. The man with the scythe. A.K.A. The little ugly nigga that can dress. A.K.A. I'm going to school and I don't like it. What's <laughs> that? quiet he got out That's so sad. Oh, my God. That's so sad. So, as y'all know, we usually have somebody on here. We have someone on here today. She's been... A, a recurring guest. She's beautiful. My She's queen. Star McClinton. She's putting everyone. on lipstick right now. She's putting on lipstick right now. <laughs> so so it's lip gloss. Get right. Lip gloss. Lip gloss, lip gloss. Hello, you guys. Boom. So, as y'all know, today's episode is sponsored by Anomalous Magazine. Yes. And we have the founder of Anomalous Magazine and, sitting right here with crack. us. So, Anomalous focuses on the diversity of yeah, the beauty, talent, intelligence, and artistry of black and brown creatives. While allowing them to discuss topics on societal issues related to people of color in hopes to dismantle uh, dismantle destructive stigmas. I was going good into that shit. To dis- in hopes to dismantle stru- uh, destructive stigmas okay, okay. and concepts that affect our communities. Yeah. You can find Anomalous Magazine on Instagram at AnomalMag. That is A-N-O-M-A-M-A-G. Or the Anomalous website at AnomalMag.com where you will be able to view each issue in full for free. Ooh. Yes, I said yeah. for fucking Ooh. free. I just got Ooh. The newest Ooh. issue, issue number six, Buttercup, is an issue on discussing the concept of sexual liberation regarding women of color. Uh, regarding women of color. It is open for submissions right now. Oh, just head over to Anomalous, the Anomalous Instagram page to view the details on submissions. Anomalous be the anomaly. So let's start the show. I dead ass forgot my wallet. Dead ass forgot his wallet. What you need your wallet for? No, nah, I just I prefer to have it with me. When oh I yeah, me too. I feel you on that. So I feel naked. Ketchup mustard. Ketchup mustard. How was everybody's week weekend? You know. Uh, I started off, mate. Well, uh, this week was pretty. Uh, uh, it was like a mixture of really good days and really bad days. So mm-hmm. it was just like, eh. It's one of those. 50 50? 60 40? Not even 60 40. I'm getting out of good 55 45. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, was, what was bad about it? What was, the, what was the good days? What was the bad days like? Bro. So people can. You know, fucking surprise quizzes and tests. Ooh. School blows me. Then fucking writing papers. Mm-hmm. And I had to read, finish up this book, the Obamians book. Yeah, I had yeah. To finish that shit up. It was just so boring. You finished the whole book or it was like. How long was it? 358 pages. Oh, that ain't bad. That's good. That's pretty straight. Yeah. What you learn about the Obamas? 
I really, it wasn't really book talking report about, time. Oh Pop shit! Quiz. Oh, <laughs> I'd be lying if I told you that didn't scare me. But okay. <laughs> <Hell> no, <laughs> nah. But um, basically, it was about from when Bill Clinton was in office to Obama's first term in office. So mm. it was talking about how the CIA and the president really never got along to begin with. Mm. Even the Republicans don't really fuck with like the CIA. Yeah, and like. That's because, like, the way they interrogate people is, like, they just feel like it's inhumane. Or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah, I've heard a lot of shit about that. They really be fucking... They were talking about how Obama and his cabinet, well, his presidential cabinet, were, like, considered a new generation, uh-huh. which means they were the children of the baby bo- the baby boomers born in the 1960s and 70s mm-hmm. and shit like that. So their ideals from the people who were currently in office at that time were completely different. Like, nothing was the same mm-hmm. from... Bill Clinton's uh, ideals to his ideals so they were like widely criticized and shit like that niggas did not want him in office like for real for real like they was really trying to stunt his shine word to Ronda motherfucking Don Ronda Don Don alright so I'm gonna grade you right now I'm gonna give you a fucking F turn up let's do it let's go for fucking good yeah yeah that's how we that's my grade Mm. scale I just, oh, I'm feeling it. If I was to grade you from an A to an F, an A being okay and F being pretty good, I think I would give you an I. Appreciate that. So I appreciate that. Okay. You, you just take that how you take it. Yeah. What about you? I, get how my, was your I just want to say that that literally made absolutely no <laughs> sense. It does make sense. Once you press you, the button, you win. Right. Once what? you press the button, you win. Come and on. And if you start to think about how I is in the alphabet then a, you would know what grade that is and then I <laughs> you gotta go but on, if man. A is okay and F is amazing and I gave him I that means he did pretty like, I'm that means he did pretty decent I'm magnificent that means he did pretty decent no, well man. and bad at the hey, same time you look too confused Wait, just press the button and you but let's right, just man. talk about your week so how was your week go ahead I had to literally do my ABCs in my head <laughs> to make sure that I was not tripping and to make sure that the letter I is after the letter F. But we talking about the oh, grade scale. I don't know. <coughs> Jesus Christ! I mean, I know, but I ain't... I, I'm, we yeah. talking about as, in regards to the grading scale, we don't know. You feel me? I for immigration, so that means he did pretty good. He, I mean, he might have to sneak over. Maybe. I don't know. He snuck there over to the so good side. Other I did that you could have used. I did, I, it <laughs> that means his shit was cold. I mean, it was pretty But let's talk about your week, though. How was your week? Holy fuck. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my week was pretty, pretty good. I think I had a pretty good week. All right, all right, all right. You know, I haven't been on here in a while. I'm just playing. It's been like, what, like two Two episodes, man? Right. Yeah, yeah, probably like two episodes. Yeah, But yeah, you know, I put out that issue. Then after that, I just went on like a social media break. I unexpectedly went on one, and I just realized that I did today, and I was like, oh, fuck, my pages. (laughs) Wait. I gotta keep up with yeah. my pages. Like mm-hmm. it's so hard to go on breaks on social media when you have when all your businesses are yeah. on social media. Yeah, when your shit is on social media. <sighs> yeah, I feel you on that. My screen time went down though, twenty seven percent. Twenty seven percent. My shit went down like four. Damn, that's still progress though. Still so. progress. Yeah, but that's it. That's it. I don't want to say how many hours a day it's sit on there, but let's just oh, cut to Jesus. Yeah. As long my as it's week, not in double digits. But I don't be trying. I mean. If we wanted to break it down, let's just not say it was like all social media. I mean, it's, it's all things. You be on your phone. It's just telling you. You're watching TV. Watching yeah, movies, yeah. You're watching TV, reading yeah. books and shit like that. So it goes yeah. on account with that. Okay. So don't think that well, it's like. That's not that bad, then. You yeah. do be on your phone a lot, Well, though, then I like, got hella yeah, screen time. Cause I've been reading hella manga lately. Yeah, so yeah. So phone. shit probably is. That's like, one thing that I'd be like, dang, I wish we could kind of like, when we're together, like kind of like get off our phones a little bit more. Oh, but that's our phones kind of bring us together a little bit. In a way. Like, 
we watch a lot of TV on our phones yeah. together, so it's kind of like. But I mean, as far as like social media go, like that shit is mad annoying. Honestly, just sitting and watching each other be on Twitter and they yeah, like, that what shit the fuck lame. We both on Twitter. But see, yeah, I be no, using, dog. but I be using the shit like to find things for like the podcast to talk about shit like mm-hmm. that. So I might find like some interesting, mm-hmm. like an interesting topic and try to twist it around to mm-hmm. you know oh. talk about some shit. So. I, I will try to be off my phone a little I just more, think about sh- oh man I just think about how he's like you know I do my shit on my phone in the day and then yeah. I put yeah, my phone he, away I but it. I but also he get he's he at that level where he yeah, doesn't have to keep yeah the thing is he doesn't have to come over his concepts to talk about he, they pay people to get the concepts I guess God, um, like they, I they have researchers oh, yeah. go look for the stuff my to- week I played a Nintendo Switch for the first time. I just told Zeno to get us both. Bro, that shit is amazing, bro. Jesus bro why are you so get amazing? Get a fucking Switch, bro. I'm gonna buy it. You ever play Smash Bros? Yeah, no, nah, that's and my it's, fucking it's, shit. It's ten times fun, funner. But on, what is it like? Is it like a Game Boy? Not nah, even. It's like, well, you can. Okay, so if you buy the whole console itself, I just flip the Switch. Flip, <laughs> 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 You see that much video? <laughs> no, oh. but um. <laughs> He's a Dark Souls. <laughs> I what am. I really am a Dark Souls. It's, it's all right, though. It's, it's crazy. We all like it. I just told Zeem that I want to get us both switches. How I much that shit cost? It's like 69 69 Really? $70. I would have assumed that shit would be like for $300. For like a controller or some shit, I think. Fucking. I mean, if you buy a Nintendo Switch controller, you can play games on it and shit. So like is the Switch... Is it like a I'm DS? I'm so fucking confused. I, I think so. Wait, hold on. Let me look it up. Because I'm pretty sure... One of my homeboys told me it was like sixty nine, but I don't know if he was selling his controller for sixty nine dollars or something. I could have sworn it was way more. So if you have the switch, does that mean you have to have the other like the console, mm. or is that the console itself like a PS like a PS uh, two or like a what is, what is it, a PSP? P- yeah, PSP. Jesus, like, oh god, is it like it, a PSP? You, you can use it like that though. You can use it like that. But with a PSP, that's all you needed to play games. Right. With a switch, do you need something else? Oh, yeah, 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 you do need it. Cause goddamn, yeah, check that out. Aww. Yeah, and then this, and then that. But mm, okay. but we was playing um Smash Bros. Yeah, bro, that's my shit. Bruh. Donkey like Kong. Samus. I like Kirby. Kirby. Yoshi. Yoshi, Yoshi be going yeah, crazy, Yoshi, yeah. Yoshi, who else? Motherfucking Meta Knight. Yeah. They still got um those little twin brothers on there. Uh, uh, ice climbers? No, nah, not ice climbers. Oh, you talking about Ness and Lucas? Yeah, yeah, they Those go. My niggas. They go stupid, <laughs> bro. <laughs> we, they're black. I don't even fuck with nobody. Oh, the way they're um, black. They got them white. The, the way game, you have to unlock black characters is like you you just play throughout the game and then like after like uh say for instance like we are doing like a free for all whatever. Yeah. And then after that match, whoever won that match like you get a chance to beat the character in order to obtain the character. Mm. But like the difficulty gets hard as fuck sometimes. Yeah, I would assume yeah. so. Yeah. So like. Yeah, that shit. Fighting goddamn, uh, what's that? Duck Hunt, bro. You ever played Duck Hunt? Nah, bro. I ain't played in a minute, but that's my shit. Like, you know, like that game where, like, you had to buy a gun and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, had, duck yeah, hunt, yeah. you had to shoot the ducks, and there's yeah, a yeah, dog yeah. that came up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They're, a- they're an actual character on the game. Like, oh. Yeah, that shit far. I was playing with them, and I was whooping ass. Well, with that being said, let's get into our dumb fucks of the week. You dumb fuck. You dumb fuck. You dumb fuck. You dumb fuck. Don't fuck up, though. We don't. Don't fuck up, though. We don't. Don't fuck up, though. We You motherfucker. So, my dumb fuck of the week goes to uh, Planet Fitness in Fort Myers, Florida. <laughs> so, what had happened was a man with Tourette's was kicked out of Florida, kicked mm. out of Planet Fitness for having Tourette's. Mm. But we'll go to Fox 4 for the news report. 
Speaking only with Fox 4 tonight, a Southwest Florida man is claiming his medical condition got him kicked out of a place that promotes itself as a judgment-free zone. Our Terrace Miles going after answers here and learns the man just wants to use this as a learning experience for others. Josh Erger says he feels embarrassed about being kicked out of this Planet Fitness location. And talking only to Fox 4, he says he's looking to turn that embarrassment into an educational lesson. Ah, oh, I was humiliated. Just by looking at him, He's just like you and me. <laughs> but Josh Erder just so happens to have Tourette's. Yeah, I was raised, you know, never to use it as a crutch, you know, and exactly. he's, you know, everybody's got a cross to bear, and that just happens to be mine. But last month, he says he went to work out here at Planet Fitness in North Fort Myers. He says before he started working out, he told the staff he has Tourette's. I can't help it. I'm not, you know, being over the top. It was like, so... You know, just so you don't blow the lunk alarm on me. He explains they were fine with him at first. Then he says a manager approached him, saying other people were complaining about the noises he was making. And he goes, sir, I understand you have Tourette's, and I know you can't control it, but it's too much of a disturbance going to ask you to leave. You're not welcome here. And I was like, what? Seriously? And after that, he says he wasn't sure how to feel. This is literally something I cannot control. And trust me, I swear, if I could stop, I would. Like, I don't enjoy doing this. Planet Fitness has a motto of the no judgment zone. So I did speak with the manager at the Merchant Crossing location and I was told they could not comment at this time. Josh says he doesn't want to paint Planet Fitness in a bad light. He says he simply wants to educate everyone the best way he can. I truly want to use this platform as a way to raise awareness for Tourette syndrome, you know, because of the lack of education, you know. And we did reach out to the corporate office on this matter, but have yet to receive a response. Reporting in Fort Myers, I'm Terrace Miles, Fox 4. Whoa. So like I was saying, <laughs> I'm giving my dumb fuck of the week to the Planet Fitness in Fort Myers, uh, Florida. And as you can see, how the fuck do you get judged in a judgment-free zone? That they they xed out their whole policy. They need to they need to just cancel their whole fucking gyms. You're judging people in a judgment-free zone. We come to this gym not to get judged. Y'all built your brand and your business off of oh. You can come here. This is a judgment-free zone. Mm. But when somebody comes in with Tourette's, and as y'all heard, it was my. It ain't like he screamed. Oh fuck! Well, it that, ain't like yeah. he was screaming yeah, that yeah. shit. That man was over here. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like he had to sneeze, like y'all said. It, it sounded like he was if about anything, to sneeze. If you if you are a person that regularly works out, especially if you're a former athlete or a current athlete that works out in the weight right, room, right? You're gonna make noise. Yeah, regardless. I'm about to say you're if you're around people who lift heavy weights, they have to they scream sometimes and shit mm -hmm. like that but and see with him not. and with gyms like that it's like we well, yeah, i understand but like still though like noises like that shouldn't really be of a disturbance to you yeah. because you're hearing people lifting grunt all day anyway yeah. so i have me? a membership to planet fitness so i can oh, tell y'all yeah. firsthand what it's like to go in a fucking planet fitness oh, I mean, I i'm gonna be honest rights. with you you can't you can't really i understand like it's like a, a judgment-free zone but the thing is you mm. can't you don't know what people are thinking in their heads. And a lot of times when you go to the gym, people are automatically judging. That's just how the fuck it is. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, people judge. People are judgmental as fuck, so you can't really stop someone from judging. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, okay, you're talking about, like, being an athlete and working out. Honestly, I cannot fucking work out without my headphones. And my shit is loud, right. so I don't hear other people. Right. So, I don't understand why those most people... Most people do work out with headphones. Right those um, most athletes, like, fuck it. I have my playlist. I have whether, you know, this playlist right. that I heard in the weight room, whatever, fuck it. Whatever. Put in your music, do what you gotta do, yeah, do and right. go about your business. I don't... People that people that come in the gym without headphones, like, wireless Kinda ones... Kind of weirdos. That's weird as fuck, because, how, <laughs> like, 
you're getting into the groove of this this country ass shit they're playing on the fucking like I don't know I don't know I that mean, shit do not be workout music at all. not at fucking it's all not, be, that's weird as shit they play music like it's a business center it's weird as <laughs> they fuck like elevator music that's right. what they play bro but, <laughs> and shit like there's a lot of elderly people that come into Planet True. Fitness and there's a lot of you know heavier people that come into Planet Fitness because it is the the staple for uh, it's a staple it's the it's a staple for weight loss it's a gym yeah. for Damn. weight loss but um Planet Fitness is the gym for weight loss that is right. the staple Basically. so I don't understand I mean the guy wasn't losing weight make but noises bro you're not telling me that's, no uh, bigger yeah. people coming in not making no noises. And you also gotta wonder, like, if y'all don't, y'all can't see it, but he was like, he's a slim white dude. Yeah. He's a slim white dude with red hair, red beard. Who the fuck told him? He's a ginger. He has no soul. Right, but <laughs> shit. But at the end of the day, yeah, I, I, I can imagine that this. I can imagine it being like. I'm not even trying to be funny, but I can imagine it being like a, a older, like white woman that's like, hey, I'm trying to do my squats in the corner. Yeah, but he a white dude, bro. I don't know, bro. Who cares, who bro? White people don't give a fuck if you if you're disturbing their space. Someone older, bro. If you're disturbing their space, I don't. To be honest with you, bro, I don't think nobody told him. I think the manager. Might have just been uncomfortable. Didn't want to do yeah, it. Yeah, like uncomfortable and okay. been like, okay, yeah, we about to kick him out. But the fact they that did he was, a real disrespectful way though. Right, the fact oh, that he was man. like, he told him like, oh, you have to go. You're not welcome here. Like yeah, that, that last sentence could have, you could have not said that. You could not said that. But okay, yeah, whatever. Right, you're a piece like, of shit now. Made it sound like you never wanted me here to begin with. Right. right. So yeah, so my dumb fuck of the week. Oh yeah, nothing. They came out apologized. They apologized like a few days ago. Stop with the fucking apologies. Please stop with the apologies. You didn't give a shit before. Stop with the apologies. Like I understand that Planet Fitness itself, like the the head honchos, came out. I was like, yeah, we gotta apologize. But if that individual Planet Fitness isn't apologizing him, even everybody, stop with the fucking apologies. Y'all made y'all decision. Stop with live with it. Keep like, that same behavior. Like keep Kat, that same hey, fucking energy, like bro. Like Cat Williams no, said, don't, yeah. don't be sorry, ho. Be careful. Don't be sorry, ho. Be careful. So my dumb fuck of the week goes to Planet Fitness in <laughs> Fort Myers, Florida. Okay, and my dumb fuck of the week goes to the school bus driver for neglecting Tristan King's five-year-old daughter at oh, R.L. Norton Elementary. R.L. Norton. The recipient is oh, R.L. Norton Georgia. Elementary in Snellville, Georgia. All right, cool. Okay, I went to okay. when I was little. I went to. Uh, uh, no, nah, I went to A.L. Burns, but before I moved to Georgia, I went to elementary school in Ohio called R.H. White, uh, some shit, I forget. It, was, it just reminded me of that. Oh, I feel it, I feel it. So there is a viral video of Tristan going around, going to smack, whoa, whoa, I'm going to bring that all the way back. All right, cool. <laughs> there is a viral video of Tristan going smack the fuck off on hit this oh. elementary school staff because of what happened to his daughter. Tristan's daughter was left behind at school by the school bus driver to take the driver... <laughs> To take the other kids home. I can't read today. Sorry. This has happened three times, and after the third time, Tristan had to put his foot down. Prior to the video, Tristan's Ew. alleged girlfriend stated that the school told them that they won't be responsible for their child past four o'clock because they had to attend a teacher's party. Even though they are, they are the people to blame when it comes to getting a child home safely. Right. So whenever that fucking child leaves the house to get on the bus, the school bus, the school is. Responsible for your child until that your child school the school steps bus. back into your fucking house right. or wherever you stay at. Right. Period. Or you come get your child from the bus stop. Period. That's how it is so his child has been yeah. left at the school three separate fucking times. <laughs> three. I'm, no, look at me, bro. Three, three times, bro. And three. these are black. These are black kids he that said, are being neglected. In the video, he was talking about how his his uh his son, which is his uh. Older than his daughter, mm-hmm. calling calling him up, talking about some crying, talking about some. I don't know where my sister is. Bro, that's oh my god, bro. Not did scared it, of the this little girl ride the bus? Yeah, well, mm, the video 
showed that the little girl was sitting down on a chair mm-hmm. in like the main office or whatever. Yeah. And dude was just going smack off on everybody who came in there. Yeah, right but there. I'm saying like, does his kids like ride the bus? Oh yeah, yeah. So how the fuck? Because your teacher is responsible for getting you to the right bus. Mm-hmm. So they simply just when you're in elementary it. school, your teacher is responsible for that. So mm-hmm. how old is the little girl? Five. Okay, your your teacher is definitely fucking responsible. Five for that. years old, bro. Your child, your five year old child is not gonna remember. <laughs> not gonna remember shit, but oh yeah. But it's just the fact that matters. <laughs> Maybe it's just like oh, fucking kids. Like Michael that's Jordan's that's literally kids. literally how what, what happened to the fucking the teachers being on bus duty and all that shit, making sure all the kids get to where they have I don't to go. Know, bro, school changing now. School's weird now. School is changing a good bit. Because uh, I guess technology. I'm not sure if they think five. That's literally kids. the reason why technology is <laughs> evolving, so school is evolving. I'm not sure if they think five-year-old kids must be able to fend for themselves. <laughs> like, they can't get snatched up. <laughs> you got your up. tablet. The bus driver's supposed to be tr- standing outside the bus so that the kids can see them, so that the right. kids can see, like, oh, that's my bus driver, and right. then they come to the bus. So what what happened with that? Teacher's supposed to be guiding them across the street or guiding them across nah, the little sidewalk. Nah, that had to be something that's actually, like, that somebody called for that to happen, bro. Three you know, I don't know. These schools in Georgia. It has to be. I didn't go to elementary well, school in Georgia. This is in Snellville. Snellville, Georgia. Yeah, so I, I, didn't, go to, I didn't go to elementary school in Georgia, but shit, you lucky. I went to four separate one, three. I yeah, I Brumby. I did not. I went go to Elbert, so we was lit. Shout out to Elbert. Shout out to uh, Forrest L. Taylor. Shout out to Miss uh, King. Shout out to uh, I forgot the principal at the time. Just shout out to Elbert. We was in that bitch dissecting octopuses in elementary school. I wish we was privileged as fuck. I was but poor. It's all right, man. I'm poor. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Alright, so moving on to our moments of excellence. The determination to achieve excellence in your various fields of endeavor. So Never mind. You said what? I was like, why was I dissecting octopus? <laughs> bro, I don't know. It, bro, it was we was really advanced in that bitch. Like, oh shit! I dissected a frog in like elementary school, so I guess I'm not that. Yeah, was a fucking magnet school, and we didn't dissect shit. Damn, I guess the you're the poor. I one. mean, they poor ass was dissecting frogs. Your poor ass wasn't dissecting nothing. Nah, you're you're beyond <laughs> poor. Okay, let's just that, get that. That school was great though. That school, <laughs> we was dissecting. <laughs> I'm middle class. He's high class. You're the poor. Yeah, and I got AirPods, bitch. Damn. I'm just playing. But moving on to y'all, just call me a bitch. Y'all heard that? (laughs) I heard that. I even hear it. Y'all heard that? All right, all right, let's get get to it. All right, so getting to our moments of excellence. My moment of excellence goes to the goat, LeBron James, surpassing Michael Jordan, aka fuck them kids, on the all-time leaders list. People keep coming out and saying the all-time scoring list, which he did pass him on the scoring thing, but he also passed him on the all-time leaders list, like Mm. people that are leading in every category. Oh, so. Well, damn. I mean, while LeBron James is the Fuck goal, and he the beast on and off the court because he built a school. You know, he he a beast on the court, but who else is out here building schools? My Giving nigga. these kids opportunities after they graduate from his school, right? So taking care of his kids versus versus, care of his versus Michael Jordan being at that camp, and they say if he misses a shot, he got to buy all these kids shoes. Guess how many shots he missed. Nothing. None. Fuck them kids. Yeah, Michael that's what Jordan, he said. AKA, fuck them kids. I'm like, bro, you know you got more than enough money to get so, all these damn. He could have still made the shot and then been like, shoot. oh, but I'm still gonna buy y'all. Yeah, uh, no, bro, fuck them kids. Yeah, that's what he said. So that was making him number four on that list. So just a couple little stats. Uh, he has 1,191 games played. Mm. He has scored 32,341 points. And his true shooting percentage, which is, you know, everybody got shot percentage, but this is the true thing. So this is like the raw, like what it actually is. It's 58.7, which is better than the three other people above him. 
um, Jabbar, Malone, and Kobe, and his shit is better than Michael Jordan. Jabbar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, that is such a weird... You should just say Kareem. Why'd you I say didn't feel like Jabbar? typing all that shit. It was like 3 o'clock in the morning, Jason. I'm you, sorry. You said Jabbar. I was like, the fuck is that? Like, what the fuck <laughs> is Jabbar? Yeah. But yeah, so his, his, two, his true shooting percentage is 58.7. It's better than the three people above him. Because number one is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Number yeah. two is uh, Karl Malone. Number three is Kobe. Shout mm-hmm. out to Kobe. He also Kobe also the GOAT. Yeah. I don't know how he's never in on these talks. I wanted to talk about him now, but I want to give my uh, LeBron James all his shine. Yeah, and of course, then of course, of course. Below LeBron James is Michael Jordan. So Finally. All his shit is better. So, that Michael, so Michael the talk about him not being better than Michael Jordan, hey, throw that shit out the window, cuz. I, I, to me, the greatest all-time uh, conversation between should be between like Kobe and maybe I mean I didn't really watch Kareem, Kareem has to be, he has to be in the talk bro. I didn't I mean he that, can be in the me. talk but for my me. opinion I don't I never I don't really watch him literally watch him play. like like they said bro that skyhook was literally unstopped think about Giannis but mm-hmm. him just doing a skyhook instead of just dunking on people I mean, but, but I use him on 2K, taller. so I know about that skyhook. But, but three inches taller. Jesus Christ. I know about that skyhook. I'm just saying, I bro. I use him on 2K, so that's, a, that's good enough. That's good enough. <laughs> no, we, we didn't grow up. We didn't grow up watching I mean, we did. Uh, but I, I mean, I, did, I watched a like, documentary on him. Right. That's like people are like talking that. about, oh, Michael Jordan the best. My nigga, you didn't grow up watching True. him. You, True. You, you didn't watch his games. Only people we know of is Kobe and LeBron. So those people, that's going to be in my conversation. But that's my moment of excellence. LeBron yep. James. Yep. Okay, okay. fucking goat. And my moment of excellence goes to Arkansas State Senator fighting for gun law reform, Stephanie Flowers. Oh, Stephanie Flowers. She was going fuck in. So Stephanie is a strong black woman of two children and is a woman who had it tough growing up. She did not think twice about letting these officials know because of the because she was really vocal with her reasons of why she wants gun law reform. If you didn't know, there are cops out here killing black people and minorities and they're getting off scot-free. The reason they are let off is because of the stand your ground rule is so systematically broken that it works in the cops' favor just about every time. Mm-hmm. Flowers was adamant about how there are innocent people of color being killed by police every day and that she fears that she's going to see her son on the news, but not in the way you would think. Stephanie took to these officials with no filter of her words nor emotions and let them have it. Right, and if you want to hear the full... Thing we'll put a snippet in here, but if you want to see the full, um, her full like speech, if you want to call it, it's on our Bannerific podcast Instagram page. Uh-huh, so uh-huh, you can uh-huh. go check it out there. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. But if we're talking about greatest athlete of all time, it's either gonna be Muhammad Ali or Serena Williams. So you just gonna say fuck Bo Jackson? What the fuck Bo Jackson do? What the fuck Bo Jackson Does he not have like I, I'm pretty sure he has like Literally probably the fastest 40 time Or the second fastest 40 time In like NFL Not to say that You know I fuck with NFL But that's still mm. fast as shit No 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 yeah And he played Well no he Baseball I mean, at the yeah, high yeah. level He played basketball At the high level I just say I don't think he got the fastest 40 No he doesn't It's Chris Johnson I'm yeah, pretty okay, sure Yeah, yeah. yeah but I'm, it's pretty, I'm pretty sure He's like second or third He's, yeah. he's up there bro Fuck Bo Jackson <laughs> <But> yeah <laughs> Damn why No I'm just bullshit oh. I'm just talking shit Oh, shit. But That's man, Williams played pregnant. Oh, so. oh yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to downplay that and at she, all, bro. And she fuck, bro, she fucking dominates. But I'm just saying though, like she Mo dominates Jackson, so hard that motherfuckers get disrespectful. He used to outrun people at 220 something pounds, bro. I'm talking about outrunning people like like DBs, bro. Like, 
I don't know the speed of when uh, Serena, Serena Williams hit her ball, but just know oh, that she's bitch is fast. Oh, she's strong as shit. Yeah, that bitch going. Bitch, just know I'm not going to be able fast. to return that and bitch, her bro. average like 75 miles per hour. Yeah, see, I can't I can't do that. I'm not. You ain't returning that bitch. I'm not, bro. I'm not. You might get hit in the eye, to yeah. be honest with you. To be honest. be honest with you, y'all talking about all these male athletes, but just come from a, a woman's place. If you're not carrying another life and doing that shit, you can shut the fuck up at the end of the hey, day. Hey, you're right. You're right. <laughs> like, I'm just saying. You're carrying a whole other life. I just wanted, I just, I just feel like Bo Jackson should still be in the talk, though. Y'all, because. yeah, yeah. Right. Bo Jackson, he did play like three different sports. He was in gymnastics, too. You gotta understand how strong you have to be to be in gymnastics. But yeah. Serena Williams <laughs> still the fucking, Ser- either Ser- hey, yeah. Goat. Serena yeah, Williams, Muhammad Ali, goats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. getting into our banter. So, got no. We're going to talk about two things simultaneously. Because they kind of, they don't correlate, but they kind of correlate. Kind of, they don't. They mm-hmm. do, make anything they have a correlation. But let's talk about the Michael Jackson leaving yeah. Neverland documentary mm. and why that's even happened or happening. <sighs> and the R. Kelly interview. I even know that they even came out with that. Yeah, it's like a documentary. Well, it's, a, it's, not, it's not a documentary about him, but it's a documentary from like um, some people that are claimed... Huh. Yeah. That's how I feel. Go ahead and talk about it. That's how I feel about this. <laughs> it's basically these people coming out saying, oh, Michael Jackson's a whole bunch of sexual assault shit. Yeah. The, the people that are in the thing testified against the kid that was testifying against Michael. So they were on Michael's side back when they were kids, and now they're testifying against Michael now, even though he's dead. So unless they're finna pull his fucking body out the ground what the and fuck? put the skeleton in that thing, it what? makes no sense. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa! What the fuck? So they're bringing <laughs> they're bringing this the case uh, back up. Yeah, basically. So like it literally reopened sometime. Well, no, this it's year not. It's not a reopened year. case, but they just made a documentary about. Oh, it. I was about to be mad as fuck, bro. <laughs> but like, that's, so they that's essentially this case what they did in 2018, 2019. No, but that's essentially what they didn't open up the case because I mean he beat the case. Yeah. Okay. But over a decade of time. Mm-hmm. But well, the people really that had to do with the case. Are making documentaries about the case now? For what? I mean, it's just I think that's another way just to get clout from my perspective. Look, here's Facts. the thing. Since we're gonna, I'm gonna tie in the R. Kelly shit that we're talking about. All right, go ahead. Here's the thing about that with the R. Kelly. So with the R. Kelly documentary, I know we're talking about the interview, but just with the documentary, I told Zim the other day the difference is the director of the documentary for R. Kelly made sure that he talked to people on R. Kelly's side and people that worked with him and people in his family mm-hmm. just so he can get a well-rounded view of who R. Kelly really was as well as talking to him. So the thing is, and he talked to the victims as well, talked to their families and all that stuff. So the thing about that is like, you're making sure that you're including everyone. Right. So some of those people were on R. Kelly's side. Like, but even in them trying to defend him, mm-hmm. they actually threw him under the bus. So you do know what the truth is at that point. Like, his brother, one of his brothers is in jail. His brother's like, Robert just likes young women. He just it's got videos. that preference. He just it's got videos. that preference. And then, and then his other brother is like, no, he tried to frame me for pissing on someone, and he needs to go to jail. So your family already has mixed views of you, and even, mm. even your family that is standing beside you Damn. is really kind of throwing you under the bus. But the thing about the Michael Jackson documentary is they're only interviewing these two men. They're not going and talking to Michael's family. They're not talking to people that work with him. They're not talking to... They're they're not really getting a well rounded so view. So it's definitely a way just to get some clout in. <laughs> people, that, people that know the two guys are saying like y'all really should be careful about what y'all hear yeah. from them because they well, are they, known from doing this. They shit. testified under oath when they were kids that Michael didn't do anything to them. So they're saying like the same reason why we said that is the same reason why we're coming on the documentary now. So I'm like oh 
was it? Are you insinuating that it was money? It's either money or you, something. So your credibility already is shit. Horrible. And like I said before, like we don't know what really happened. We'll never know what really happened with Facts. the whole Michael Jackson thing. And I mean, at the end of the day, like okay, every pretty much everyone is a Michael Jackson fan. Like you know, everyone likes mm-hmm. at least one like Michael that. Jackson song. But the thing about that is, it's just like we'll never know. But the reason why I feel like. I just feel so over this Michael Jackson thing. And the reason why it's not comparable to the R. Kelly thing is because this nigga is alive. Right. Yeah. Michael Jackson is dead. <laughs> yeah. There is nothing that you can fucking do about Michael Jackson because he's dead. I, I've said there. this shit like 40 times so over the past week. why talk about this? Like, even if they... Had, even, let's just say they had some evidence. Say they had, like, a video of Michael Jackson. It's not like, gonna fucking matter. Come up. That's like... That's like somebody talking about do? X, right? Who even... That's who like even somebody possible? actually somehow magnificently proving that X actually did put his hands on Geneva mm. and then they'll oh here's a solid evidence yeah she's not gonna fucking get, didn't she already carry his child isn't she carrying his child no nah, she was oh, never that was pregnant another, that was another girl yeah oh never mind. Yeah. Okay. yeah but I see what you're saying like even if y'all pull up evidence these people are deceased they're dead mm-hmm they're dead. So they're fucking they dead. They already dropped the fucking case. Like, it's done, bro. It's done. What are you getting out of talking about a dead man? That's just like I seen hey, the, the other day. the worst drug that's out to this day, clout. Yeah, that's just Ooh. like I seen the other day. Uh, you, know, you guys know I'm kind of like into the film world and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. there was this there was this um, director, this old director of like old Western movies, and it turns out that he was extremely racist. Duh. I mean, anybody sure. right. he was he was racist as fuck. He was sexist as fuck. He was homophobic as fuck. And everybody's like, oh my God, we have to cancel him. And people were like, why the fuck are y'all trying to cancel him? Y'all do realize that he died like 20 years ago, right? What is your point? What is your point? What is your point? You about to cancel cancel him? You about to cancel cancel some bones? And the thing about it is I care a lot about victims. I really do because I understand what it's like to be on that side. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, it's like... Don't try to play I'm so conflicted about it. Like... Not for the soul. Bro, even with that... But I don't think Michael Jackson did that. I mean... Michael Jackson, yeah, he was a, a kind of quirky. He was quirky. an eccentric he was a, guy. He was an eccentric, quirky guy, mm-hmm. but... You know, they have videos of him, like, holding hands with these little boys and stuff like that, but to Michael, he made it He made it seem like, these are just my friends, and I'm just holding his hand. Like, right, like, <laughs> he couldn't have... People, people, people act like you can't be friends with little kids. You can be friends with little kids, right. as long as you don't turn into some R. Kelly shit. Right. That's perfectly like, fine. Right. To be honest. <laughs> so, going into the R. Kelly shit... We gotta get these jokes off. And we, have you been seeing like all the videos? <laughs> you killing me, man! Y'all you killing me with this, this shit. The All the Uno cards in his hand. Yeah, Uno cards. Y'all killing me with this shit. They said when your job, when your job call you and ask you to stay late tomorrow. Man, y'all killing me with this shit, bro. <laughs> Oh yeah, my no, god! No. Uh, um, were you uh, were you in the hot box? What you want out? <laughs> I'm fighting for my fucking life, man. <laughs> yeah, <I'm not> <laughs> <this shit. laughs> oh my god! Nothing but R. Kelly jokes right now. <laughs> that shit was funny. The most R. Kelly jokes we can come up with not right now. <laughs> no, where your girl went to sleep on your arm, but you can't move. And with your, your arm dying. Dying. <laughs> You said you're killing me with this shit. shit. Oh my god! <laughs> when, you get, when, you get, when you get when you get when you about to get 21 and 2K in front of your girl. <laughs> I'm fighting my fucking life. I'm <laughs> killing you with this shit. Ah, <laughs> 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 that's about Kelly jokes right now. Fuck that man, man. He he's sitting up here 
in the interview, I don't even understand how a, something, I mean, something mentally is wrong with him, but something is more mentally wrong with him. If you can sit in the interview and say, I didn't do this. Robert, I'm going to, I'm going to fuck our Kelly. Robert. Right. There's video. <laughs> There's countless. They have but a they new keep video. Saying, but they keep saying how that wasn't even him in the video and shit like that. When the, I the watched the video. That's are, him. The reason why people are saying that's not him. Which video? The one where he's pissing on a little girl. I haven't. The even reason seen why it, people bro. are saying that is because R. Kelly, R. Kelly's brother that's in jail that was supposedly standing up for him, pretty much threw him under the bus by saying. Our other brother should have just went ahead and took the fall for it. He was going to give him $10,000 in a record deal. He was going to be rich. Mm. Bruh, okay, $10,000 is not fucking rich. Nope. And a record deal, uh, I mean, that's potential. Two chains carries around $10,000 in cash. That's not fucking rich, okay? That shit will go so fast depending on what the fuck you're doing with yeah. it. Yeah. That's and a down payment. I guess he said he's going to be anything. rich because, like, the he got the record deal. I guess he was assuming that he had talent. But his brother made a song about it and they had that shit on the Breakfast Club. Shout out to the Breakfast Club. That shit was terrible. Yeah, that's what I said. I said assuming that he had talent. Like, but like, just because you're a Kelly brother don't mean you yeah, automatically have that talent. You, that you nice like that. You I, not, I just find nice it to like be... That. I just think R. Kelly... I think R. Kelly... Oh, God, he, he's, he's... Some people say he getting person, framed. But at the same time, it's like... Some people are saying he getting framed. R. Kelly's getting framed by... You can't frame somebody The 20 years of his fucking evidence. Oh, no, like, I'm not trying to say that he's getting framed. He's, well, no, no, no. He yeah. has done some foul shit to them, to them But it's girls. a lot of brainless motherfuckers out there. It's like, oh, he getting framed. They're trying to bring the black man down. They, said it, they just can't believe the uh, fact that he... Well, that he allegedly, um, you know, it's not alleged. No, 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 no. Let me get it out, bro. Well, that, say allegedly. that he allegedly um, held these girls hostage and then got them impregnated and then aborted them and shit like that. And they just don't believe it. You feel me? That's right. If the girl, like, that's really like if I said, oh, if Star came out saying, oh, his name is beating me. Here's a black guy. She like that. Boom, boom, boom. And a video of me coming out just using her as a punch bag come out. And I'm like, bro, she lying, bro. She's oh. lying. People like, my mama come out like, oh, no, he not doing that. And she see the video. He still ain't doing that. Like, there's right. a video. <laughs> right. Deny, deny, deny. It's so funny that you say that because you sound just like Coach Brady when he was talking to Tebow. If anybody's listening, know what I'm talking about. This shit was funny. He was like, Tebow, deny, deny, deny. But that's, that's irrelevant. To deny, deny, deny. But back to these R. Kelly jokes. Fucking, what's another one? Let's talk about the hog tying. Let's do that. Oh, hog yeah. Tying. Have you seen that? Did you see that part? Because huh. basically he said that uh, the girl <laughs> that accused him of some shit called him and was like, oh, you hog tied me. <laughs> Damn. He was like, he was like I don't know the hog tie people. I don't know the hog tie. <laughs> 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 he sounded like that for real. Charlamagne said he sounded like Martin Luther King. <laughs> he said that shit because you know how Martin Luther King is like, I have a dream. <laughs> he said he sounded like Got me by my bootstraps. <laughs> Jesus Christ! He grabbed me by my bootstraps. He grabbed me by my bootstraps and hog tied me. <laughs> <laughs> I believe okay. I can hog tie today. Sick as fuck. Like, oh shit! I believe one day that the we black all people can and white tie. people will get together and hog tie. Jesus Christ! <laughs> that's Bro. one. No segregation. You know what? I think black y'all killing me with this shit. White people be hog tied. Hispanics be hog tied. All hog ties matter. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! All hog ties matter. <laughs> fuck. 
all hog ties matter. <laughs> or <Hell> your gang. No. <laughs> Fucking nigga mean. <laughs> but uh, I saw something because somebody had brought oh, up a good shit. point because Woody Allen. Woody Allen is a, I think he's an actor, like director type shit. Mm. And he he adopted like a, um, a little Asian girl mm. and oh, he groomed her to be his, his wife. Whoa. And people were saying like, yeah, whoa. whoa. I mean. Like. <laughs> go ahead. I want to. Yeah, y'all see this man her do this you. shit every time, but every time I say whoa, this nigga Every time I say whoa, I hit that whoa. Is whoa. So he was saying when he adopted her when she was eight, right? And then he has just groomed her whoa. to be his he wife because that's his wife years, now. Bro. Huh? Ten years of just grooming yeah, a child like grooming into a child to, your you know, wife. Yeah. So Woody, what, Woody Allen's a white dude. At what point do you think he started actually like like getting in there? You feel me, like Jesus? Oh Christ. shit! All right, let's have this conversation. No, yeah, like think about oh, that. No, bro. man, we gonna, you know, these uncut conversations. We gonna have them. All right, think about that, like, cause okay, so to be honest with you, bro, probably fourteen. I, I think so. If a six, if a six motherfucker like Woody Allen allegedly was really doing this, and I believe he's probably really doing this because mm-hmm. that's his wife now, or at least that's what I allegedly hey, say. I, don't I know, believe man. it. I believe it. Whoa, but not look at it. He was doing it. If he was doing that, when she hit fourteen, bro, he had to start going in there. Either hey, because he man, he would have manipulated her mind with eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, four for like six plus years, manipulating her mind. Oh, it don't take that long to actually get mind control over someone. Yeah, like that, so even with me. that, it's like, yeah, fourteen, bro. That's why I think he gets started. I, should, I, I say earlier, bro. If he had like, if that was his sole intention, oh, I saw this girl. I want to You gonna be my wife later? And he he probably wanted to get inside of her as soon as like she was ripe on some shit for real, bro. That's some fruit shit. Yeah, like oh nah, God. like that. That's basically nah, how he was looking at it. That shit crazy, bro. So we get to the point of, I mean, I understand all this, but Woody Allen, why? What's that? So, so what here's, was she going around going to school and saying, bro? Like, right, that's her father. Don't tell nobody we're doing this. That's your father. That's for you type shit. Dumb, dumb. I didn't see anything about that, but his wife is indeed Asian. Uh huh. But um. <laughs> Uh, here's the thing about it. I was listening to the radio the other day, and I forgot what the guy's name is, but he was basically saying, like, ah, okay, he was saying, trust me, I completely understand that these white people, yeah, they're they doing some foul shit, along with these black people that are doing some foul shit, but the thing about it is, as black people, we kind of come to this thing where we're like, let's not persecute this black person yet until we persecute all these white people, but mm-hmm. the thing about what he was saying was, you guys are, like, Let's not persecute this black person yet, even though when black people do stuff like this, their victims tend to be black people. Right. So that that there should be the bigger issue mm. because the white people that are doing this shit, their victims tend to be white people or mm-hmm. they don't necessarily tend to be people of color just by the stats. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he's like, so he was like, you kind of have to think about the victim in this situation. Like, all this stuff kind of falls down on the system, but at the same time, if we say that we care about our people, we definitely are gonna, we should care more about the color of these victims. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, R. Yeah. Kelly, all of R. Kelly's victims are bra- black, bra- fuck, they're black girls. They're not yeah. black and brown girls. They're black girls. So that, but somebody's saying if he, if he uses white girls, they would have been got his ass out right. of here. Right. They would have got his ass out here because of the system. The system yeah. cares more about, the system is going to care more about white, white children in, in general. Yeah. So when it comes down to black children, when it comes down to the black victims, it's up to us to bring these people to light. Mm-hmm. Because these white these white victims, the only thing they have to do is say, oh my God, I was... And that's it. That right. person is going so fuck down. It's more on the community to, to uh, actually bring these situations... To bring these, yeah, these uh, to justice, basically. Yeah, like it's more, it's more on the black community 
So that people saying, "Oh, why y'all coming on him so hard?" But it's up to us because to publicize it, to publicize and to kind of prosecute. Yeah, it's up to us to publicize and to prosecute because of the victim, because yeah, right. of the color of the victim. So yeah. we say that we care about these black girls, mm-hmm. and we say, "Oh my God, there's so us, many black you know, girls that are missing." Yeah, it's like there's yeah. so many black girls that are missing in America right now. Yeah, there's thousands upon thousands of black girls missing in America right now. And for the people that sit there and say, "Like, oh my God, I care. We care about our girls. Bring our girls back," but then turn around and defend our Kelly. That doesn't equal out. That doesn't add up. I don't even understand how people... This is, he just got bailed out again. Oh, damn. He did, didn't he? That shit was crazy, bro. Who the fuck? These are ride or die fans. Yeah, his fans are like... Ride or die. The first, the first woman that, that bailed him out, she paid $100,000. Yeah. And, and she had it. The reason why she had it was because uh, her child like her child died in Chicago uh, there was no like a heart surgery or something like that, and yeah. it was like a wrongful death or whatever. So, yeah, so she, she ended up getting like she ended up getting like one point two million dollars. But it was it was like it was like Minus two taxes, point, that's it was like 000. it was like two point two two point four billion dollars yeah. between her you said and her billion husband. or million. What did I say? What did I say before? I don't know. I think you said million. Million. It I probably it was million. billion. No, no, no. It was that. million. It was okay. million. Okay. Yeah. But uh, it was $2.4 million between her and her husband and her husband. You know, they got a divorce, whatever. Yeah, so, so they broke up and they split mm-hmm. down the middle and all this shit. Then she built her little daycare and all this, which is, yeah. But oh, she built her daycare. She built daycare. And the thing is, she don't know, she doesn't know Robert like that. She met him on a fucking cruise on a fucking you know like a little how Marietta has a little taste of Marietta shit she yeah. made him on a cruise like that in Chicago where it's like taste of Chicago fucking cruise five months ago she met this nigga five months ago damn smoking one of and big she, ass dick cigars and, sh- and, he, and she was like he always treated <laughs> me with respect gay. he always tre- damn bro <laughs> I'm pushing him off on our fucking community I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm don't, playing. don't push him don't push him off on our fucking community but yeah he she was said like, damn bro yeah she was like she was like, I, I just met him like five months ago, and I'm just gonna tell y'all that. Da 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 She was like, he's been always been nice to me, and da da da. Oh yeah, of course. And nigga. she was like, he. She was like, I mean, he's saying that he innocent. So as my friend, I gotta believe that he innocent. And what? she was like, wait, 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 let me finish. Let me finish. She said, she said, as my what? friend, I gotta believe that he's innocent. And what y'all need to be worried about is these priests out here doing the same shit that the, that y'all accusing R. Kelly of doing. Da 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 da. And this that and the third. And it's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Like, Jason, if I sat right here, slapped the shit out of Star, and then told you I didn't slap her, what did you see me do? Shit, I saw you slap the fuck out of Star. So who are you going to believe, me or actions, or proof of actions? Shit, I have to believe the proof. This lady saying she got $100,000 of her own fucking money for a nigga that she met five months ago. And then she probably just spent that 161000 to bail him out for that child, the uh, second back, child back pay. That's yeah, wild wasn't it another? Wasn't it another person that bailed him out for that? They, uh, ain't nobody saying no names. I ain't see no names, but I'm pretty sure if she believed her friend before and she, like you said, she got that money, that settlement, mm-hmm. she probably did that shit again. Probably. That shit is so fucking crazy. And that settlement was in like 2013. That shit was in 2013. So how mm. much money do you have left? Mm, yeah. Did you spend that last little chunk on this nigga? Well, then again, really? she invest- mm, yeah, if she invested her money correctly and is actually taking advantage of her situation, mm-hmm. you said she made a uh, daycare, right? Which that shit needs to be looked that at. That shit's about to stop. That needs That's to about at. She's about to have no more kids coming. I would not trust you taking care of you my bail- fucking child oh, you if you're you bailing out R. fucking Kelly. <laughs> you bailed out R. Kelly? Okay, cool. I'm not going to sell him to... Sell right. my, sell my child to R. Kelly for money? And what did, did, and did R. Kelly, didn't he turn around and say, oh, some of these parents... Sold their daughters to me. 
Like, no, it was like think, an agreement like that. So it's I'm, like... I'm not sure if he said that, but I, I know it was some talks of some shit like that. Like, some of the girls were saying... Oh, no, some of the girls were saying that their parents were trying to sell them to R. Kelly. Oh! And he was oh, yeah, like, yeah, didn't yeah, he agree yeah, to that? Didn't he say, yeah, they was trying to do that? Because if he, but he did... But he, he said he didn't do it, though. He said he didn't take it. He's like, yeah, they tried to do that, but I didn't do it. I'll hold up, people! This nigga R. Kelly, bro. I, I'm so shirts. irritated. I'm so irritated because we have conversations about this, and then there's people that like they feel some type of iffy and all this shit. But I'm gonna be honest with you, if you if you can't listen to R&B music without listening to R. Kelly's music, you 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 literally don't know what the rest of their like. There's a whole other world of R&B music without R. Kelly's like, bro, music. Bro, I don't know. Like, I know R. Kelly's music, and I know it's good and all that. But that was not like that shit don't slap enough up, to be like that. That shit don't slap that hard. It don't slap enough to really have to listen to At it. At least not to me. It don't, it's not slapping the heart so I'm like, I must. Nigga, yeah. I'm the urge and to if, listen to Mark Kelly. Is, just like Pete Davidson said on Saturday Night Live, if you do listen to him, listen to your fucking headphones. You don't gotta be shit. like how these niggas was like at the McDonald's facility got out. Bumping the shit. Like, uh, uh, oh, like, it's a party. We just let our child It's a party. It's a party. It's a party. That's gonna be your guilty fucking pleasure. That's gonna be your guilty pleasure. Do it to yourself. Like, do it by yourself. Don't let everybody else know that you're doing that shit at the end of the day because that that's that's mad offensive like so with that being said so this this is gonna be a, a things I'm, t- I'm trying to try together so jesse smollett you know mm-hmm. he just got charged with his he got charged oh with 16 each lie he told he had uh, uh, an additional 10 years or something like that <laughs> but i don't know but he got hit with 16 that's felony what, so counts. is it true yeah. that Total. so is it is it confirmed that he lied well uh, uh, but I, that's what everybody's running with i don't know that's what they're running with I people start, I just cannot believe that he lied. this is the thing people Everybody came together and said, we going everybody came together, saw some evidence, and then when a speck of some some side eye evidence came out, said, okay, this nigga lying. So everybody got together, said, this nigga lying, and then after that, everybody stopped giving a fuck. So that was a narrative, and that's what they're going to keep. So they said Jesse Smollett <laughs> that's lied. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Right. So they said Jesse Smollett lied, so he's facing 64 years in prison now, but you got... You got motherfuckers out here. I try, um, I'll probably kill myself. One of the... Um, one that don't mean the, that he gonna go to jail for that long. Yeah, that don't mean that he's just facing up to that. Yeah. So, one of the people... but uh, nigga in That's the probably city, at least 20 years, bro. He like a government official or some shit like that. Uh, no, he wanted, he wanted Trump's dudes. So, he got... Uh, oh, he God. just got charged with 47 months, which is something Paul like Manafort. four years. Paul Manafort. And he only got like four, like four years. Yeah. The fuck? But no, y'all trying to get... Yeah, yeah, He got yeah, 47 months. months. Yeah, 40, yeah. yeah, yeah. Four years, some shit. Yeah, yeah same thing. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> so y'all are trying to give Jesse Smollett f- sixty f- up to sixty four years. Because he's a successful black man. Exactly, but who? What, what I think, and I'm not trying to say they're trying to destroy our uh, black people's image through R. Kelly, but let's just say they're adding on to that. So like, oh, Jesse Smollett, like, he's black. He's a black gay man. So black what, would you man. say it's some sort of like a domino effect? With with the whole um, the whole R. Kelly shit and with the whole Michael Jackson shit because. I don't understand what motherfuckers think of Michael Jackson why they think he's white. Yeah, that man's black. <laughs> he's black. He bleached his skin and all that other stuff, but he, he, he was didn't born fucking black his skin. Oh, my God. Oh, he didn't? Michael Jackson Bring did not... Vitiligo. Yeah, he had fucking vitiligo. And, and, you know, like, a lot of older people say, like, when your whole body turns, like, that's when you're getting ready to die. And, I mean, honestly, he died, like... Oh, I didn't realize it was but, such um, a severe case of vitiligo. Oh, it was well, fuck yeah, it was a severe fucking case of it. But yeah, but let's just say it wasn't. Wouldn't you if you was like 
damn, it looked kind of weird. When you like bleach all your skin, because well, at I the would. time, yeah. at the time, it wasn't really like vitiligo wasn't really widely accepted, yeah. like how it is in like fashion and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Now, now it's like, oh my god, it's so trendy. Yeah, yeah, but even other people that have it, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, you but know, what would you say so. about him uh, doing the facial surgeries? I think that was insecurity, and we know that was insecurity because sure. he he talked about it. He said like, I. Um, my father made me feel terrible about yeah. my nose. His father, if your father told you every day, Jason, like you said, yeah. like, in the, beginning of podcast, nose, like in the beginning of the podcast, you say, oh, I'm a, the little ugly nigga that can dress. If your dad woke you up every day when you was little and told you you were <laughs> ugly little nigga, you probably would not get on this podcast saying that because that would really hurt you. Yeah. So that's the same thing. His dad told him, you're, you, 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 <laughs> you're an ugly black dude and your nose is big as shit. Bruh. So that forced him to do all the surgeries and shit like that. What? <laughs> I'm just I'm laughing because my mama used to talk about my my nose every now and then. Oh, she so got to get surgery now. But as a joke, <laughs> no. like it's okay. But oh, she the fact that Joe Jackson time. would come around and be like, "Oh, look at your big ass nose," and da da da, like nose it, fat as shit. Boy. Yeah, just oh, Michael, get the hell out of here, your big ass nose. Like you know, but when you that look nose at, is making my headache. But at the same time, if you, I think it was an issue with with a lot of them, like even like his sisters too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think Janet had any surgery on her nose, but you never no. can fucking tell. She but just, Latoya definitely they fucking probably, he did. Probably, what, what happened with Janet is he probably didn't even let her talk, so she's just not a whisper now. Okay. Wait, I don't so know. Thinking, so seeing her, we are talking about like how changing Jesus. things, you feel me? <laughs> so on. if you could restart your life from freshman year of high school with all your prior knowledge you have now, what would you do differently? Freshman year of high school. Uh, well, shit, hold on. Let me. Let, yeah, let, yeah. Let me end off the yeah. other conversation. So, what I was saying, them putting uh, us against us and make uh, making us make our own image look like scum. Mm-hmm. I think what the, it started with the Jesse Smollett shit, and then they did the. Well, no, it started with the doc because the uh, surviving R. Kelly documentary came out first, yeah. and it's like, yeah, we. It did. Yeah, I think so. It I was, don't think it did. I think the Jesse uh, situation happened, and then. The, uh, the R. Kelly documentary came in like a little bit after and then okay well let's just say whatever came first whatever came first mm-hmm. it's just like the whole Jason Smollett thing oh now he's a liar now that black gay man's a liar mm-hmm. oh now you got R. Kelly we all know R. Kelly's a piece of shit so we knew yeah, R. Kelly's a piece of shit make, they're trying to make uh, the image of what, black, black people black people or, or do they want in, I mean it's nothing but do black men right now they want to get specific right and say that um, black gay people because think about the well, white no, supremacist thing you know what I'm saying they don't like uh, gay people they don't like uh, black people mm-hmm. pretty much anybody else other than themselves There's well I like. mean you could say that but I'm talking about just I wanted to say either I don't want to just say black men because it's a lot of I I just think it's black people yeah because it's a, now they're oh, coming, yeah, coming for R. Kelly and Michael Jackson I mean you can come for R. Kelly because we all know we know R. Kelly piece of shit we know R. Kelly piece of shit but come for Michael Jackson but we don't know what happened we weren't there I don't think he did, in my opinion. And then Jesse Smollett, like, bro, y'all really finna, y'all really told this man he's facing up to sixty four years. But that shit went from one to three to sixty four. Yeah, like, I don't know, from bro. From one to three to sixty four. I mean, we're the same fucking thing. We have people in Congress stealing millions of dollars. That nigga stole fifty million. And they're getting probation. And, and he shit. said, "Oh, he's going to get four years because he lived the otherwise blameless life." No, he didn't. But he fucking he, he committed a crime earlier. That that's he's treason against your state. You realize that, right? That's treason. Treason it should be that's death. Jesus. But they get four years. Right. It's, it's great. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's a skin color thing. They're literally that's, that's, that's all that's it is. Treason, but I, just kind of going back to what we were saying before about like the whole Jesse Smollett thing. 
who the fuck, who the, y'all don't realize that, even, like, the FBI was coming out and saying, like, I don't know where the fuck the Chicago Police Department got this shit from, but we're they, doing our... Chicago Police Department just started an in, in internal investigation, because they're mm. like, where the fuck... Right! How, they, was like, how, they was like, how the information we get come out, and then where did some of the information come from, shit like that, and so... And then the two guys that was, like, they were saying, like, the Chicago Police Department were reporting, like, oh, these two guys just already came up to us and said that he hired them, and, da, 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 and they're like, yeah. they're like, no, wait a minute, we didn't say that. They come around, and like, wait a minute, our, we said that the check was for Herbalife and not for this it shit. It was for training and meal shit. And right, yeah. Herbalife. So Why? Like, what, what? But they did Why say... Why would he hire was, two black people? Yeah, they I said don't it, was ex- it was an excessive amount of money. They were like, oh, they looked at it, it was like, oh, shit. It was $3,500. Yeah, they looked at it, it was like, oh, damn, I wasn't expecting that much, but I guess it's cool, like, whatever, fuck it. Bro, you're a celebrity trainer, bro. If you're a celebrity trainer, bro, you charge that much. But at the same I just saw somebody like, get a tattoo no, no, for ten thousand dollars. I think that, that what they said, what they crazy. said, like in the initial, uh, they said the initial price, but Jesse gave him more than that. And when they saw the actual number, they was like, oh damn, it's still cool, whatever. We still gonna be able to get done. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, it was, it was two checks. It was two checks for thirty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm but saying. But that was for it was for training and a meal plan. My thing is. They weren't expecting each check to be $3,500. They're expecting a little bit less is what I was saying. That's what if Jesse wanted to go ahead and pay for another month of this Yeah, shit? exactly. But it's not even yeah. that fucking hard to piece together. No, I don't understand That's why. like you asking your... I know you probably asked your grandma or some relative like that. Hey, can I get $10? I'll give you 20 Right. Yeah. Like... What the fuck? Even with your t- even it. with your, your your servants at a restaurant or your tattoo artist. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm charging you this for this. All right, here's a little tip. It's a right. tip. Right. It's a tip. Yeah. Right. Like, holy fuck. That shit is But so let's go crazy. back into what you were saying. Yeah. So if we could change if we could change our freshman really, year from high school. That was so irritating. If uh, we could change our freshman year from high school with the prior knowledge we have now, what would we do? Yeah, if you, you could restart it? your life from your freshman year of high school with all your prior knowledge, what would you do differently? I... I'm going to go ahead and start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would definitely not do IB for sure. I probably okay. would have did AP instead. Okay. Because I, w- I definitely would have excelled at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still got college credit and been done. But definitely wouldn't have dated some of the people that I dated. True, true. That, that, <laughs> definitely would have cut sense. some people off, like, way early on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Probably would have continued playing softball because the team was so... Shitty. That I think that I may have been able to pull off a scholarship. Honestly. Honestly, scholarships, It's just because you didn't get a scholarship coming out of high school doesn't mean you're not going to get one. I'm not me? fucking getting one. Oh. <laughs> I'm not getting one because I'm not finna play sports. And no oh, yeah, I understand that. You mm, feel me? But, if you, if you, shit, but yeah. I'm talking about for the hopefuls that, that will keep grinding after mm. high school. Oh, you yeah. Feel me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you, you always have a chance if you keep putting yourself in a position to uh, win. But, man, I wouldn't even like spend not even like a, a second trying to even think about football. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wasted my time, <laughs> bro. You did waste a good two I wasted, years. I wasted my time, bro. You wasted a good two years. And I, I, I regret it, but I really don't because I really enjoyed those two years uh-huh. because there was a lot of funny ass memories, funny moments, relationships but like that. Yeah. As a whole, like, overall, I really kind of wasted my time because, <laughs> bro, I'd just be a wrestler, and I'd be like, if I have all my prior knowledge now, my wrestling knowledge is amazing right now, mm-hmm. bro. Tell I'm me if I'm getting this fucking wrong or lost. Not. Do huh? I remember you getting in trouble for? Um, like, like, di- not ditching a football workout, but having to go to another wrestling thing, and they, you got in trouble for that. Am I thinking about? Oh no, that was the year where he thought I was coming back, and he uh-huh. was like, "Oh, where you been? Like, I've been, you haven't been here for. Blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking about taking you off the team. I'm like, well, nigga, I'm not coming back. <laughs> like, you can do whatever the fuck you want, bro. 
Because it was like during uh, advanced weight training, bro. Mm-hmm. So I was in, because you know how Coach Burton come in there sometimes and yeah. like talk shit. And yeah. Just, I'm like, bro, you can really come here fucking shit up, bro. Like, I'd much rather Coach G just run this shit because it just goes way smoother. Right. So. Shout out to Coach G. Yeah, for real, bro. So, um, he he says, so, because I had, um, I had advanced weight training with all the football players or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I get there, I'm on the power clean and shit, and he's like, hey, Caldwell, come here for a second. I was like, hmm, this should be funny. So, <laughs> I don't remember this. <laughs> I was like, this should be funny. So, he, he was talking to me about how, um, so, what do you plan on coming back? I know you're still wrestling, whatever. I was like, oh, I'm not coming back. And he was like, oh, why is that? I was like, oh, I'm just not coming back. It's just not for me. He was like, oh, did your dad make that decision or did you make that decision? I was like, what fucking sense does that make? I'm not coming back. So what's the point of you actually knowing? If I made it or if he made it, I'm yeah, not coming I'm like, back. Yeah, I'm not coming back. So it really don't matter. He was like, I just wanted to know. I'm like, oh, well, I'm not gonna tell you because it really don't fucking matter. People feel like they are. Yeah, you feel like they have to, to know. Yeah. yeah, bro. You don't have don't to know, know suck shit. Suck my dick, bro. Like don't. <laughs> oh, 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 Suck my dick from the bike. Oh man. Fuck me. I don't want to add. I fuck with Coach Burton. I fuck with him, but yeah. I was saying, I was saying, I just want to add. I probably would have joined like the film okay, class. Okay, yeah. yeah. Mr. Russell. Yeah. Oh my God, I wish I, only I would have changed that. one. Thing. I would have actually done drama and actually done plays and shit. That's cool. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's instead dope. of I always thought drama and plays, but I, to me, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm I did afraid to speak in front of people. Kind I feel of. it. I, feel I did that so, in the yeah. magnet school that uh, that I went to. That mm-hmm. was, was pretty good. Because pretty I remember, good way to build confidence. like in elementary school, I was Simba and like in a big play. Yeah, yeah. I was Simba, goddamn. Kind of like that adrenaline. You kind of get a little bit of adrenaline before you turned up. Get on I, stage. Like, I don't know, I like making a mass of people laugh because that means yeah. like, they all like actually listened to me and heard my message and was actually mm-hmm. able to laugh at it because my sense of humor is pretty dark mm-hmm. like it's pretty fucking dark I can, I can laugh in just about any type of situation it's just mm-hmm. kind of sad but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well for me I would only change uh, one thing but even in thinking of changing the one thing it's still like damn what would happen if I didn't do that like when I tore my ACL okay. mm-hmm. like the day I jumped Mm-hmm. Cause the reason, if y'all don't know the backstory, I have a, I've had a torn ACL for like a year and a half now, maybe two years. I, mm-hmm. I've I've lost track of time. Uh, big uh, fuck you to the American uh, healthcare system because mm-hmm. healthcare isn't free. Mm-hmm. And I had help when I had healthcare, it was about to run out, so I had to hurry up and get my surgery. Mm-hmm. But even me having to hurry up because my shit's about to run out in a week, mm-hmm. it's still like fuck the American healthcare system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one more time, fuck you to the healthcare system <laughs> of America. Mm-hmm. Oh, so shit. basically, I was in the best shape of my motherfucking. Bro, I was in the best shape ever. I bet, bro. Ever, yeah, like dominating, I know how that like feels, defensive bro. line type shit, dominating everything. I definitely killing everything. Feels. Like everybody looking to me as a leader. It's always a fucking injury, bro. Everyone looked at to me as a leader. The coaches looked at me to the leader as a leader. I t- my nigga, I talked to coaches. I was LeBron James. Okay, I was the LeBron James of the shit. And I remember that to be honest. I man. had coaching scouting reports. They told me shit that they didn't tell everybody else other than coaches. Le- LeBron James of the shit. Yeah. So the day we doing forty yard sprints. And so I'm beating all the linemen. I'm just beating. I'm just dominating. Yeah. Dominating. Of course. So I'm like, okay, let me go up the skills real quick. So I do like a couple with them. And then they're like, okay, we're going to do this thing. We're going to go to 40. You're going to bend and touch and explode out. So it's it's the same thing as a 40-yard sprint, but you're going to, at 40, you're going to bend and touch and come back. So... Oh, so it's, like, so it's like a 40-yard suicide. suicide. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's what we do. So we running. I touch it. I've never, I've never, you know, people are like, oh, you got your second wind. 
Mm-hmm. I've never understood that because I've never had it happen. Mm-hmm. That's the only time I've ever had it happen. Mm-hmm. I've been in touch. When I tell you I explode out and I'm beating everybody at this point. Hey. Like, this it, is it, me. It's, it's like adrenaline, but it's not adrenaline. It's just like, oh, damn, I'm not tired anymore. Like, Bro, that was, <laughs> yes. And I was like, whoa. I was like, yeah. whoa. Like, <laughs> I hit another whoa. But I was like, whoa. So this is all the skills and this is me. And I'm sitting there running. Yeah. And this, I had this whole thing because you just wanted to beat them, and be like, oh yeah, I beat them niggas. Yeah, because bro, I was in the best shape. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm really yeah, I'm alignment. I'm out here beating y'all. Exactly. Some shit. Yeah. So what I was doing that whole little summer workouts was, yeah. you know how like, um, basically what I would do is I would run, and I'm, I ain't about to stand them do this. But when I would get to back to the line of people, I would do this thing where I go boom, boom, boom. And I do like some funny shit. Mm-hmm. You know how like dudes taunt other dudes and they be like, uh, 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 and they get on their face. Yeah, yeah, so I would yeah. do that to be funny and everybody be laughing and it would boost morale. Mm-hmm. The workouts would be so fun. Like with everybody, just me doing that. And it's like a motivating thing. That's and like all that Coach shit. Mitchell used to run with us sometimes. Yeah, so that shit. Sprint, basically, yeah. so it was that whole thing going on. So basically, been touched, explode out. I'm about to do that same thing, but something inside me, I'm so excited. I try, I do like the Ray Lewis jump when he used to jump and go and explode on the ground like that. Oh, yeah. So I'm running. I do that, like, I kind of jump in the air, and I do that, and my shit, doo-doo. My knee hit that goddamn Acer computer going off type shit. Damn. And then I, I, I just felt like my... I didn't feel like I tore anything. I heard a little pop, mm-hmm. but I was like, I felt fine because I could get up and walk it off. Yeah. It's old go to hop me, so he did all those shit. He's like, buddy, I think you tore your ACL. And I was like, whoa. Chill out. Then, I was like, whoa. That's all I would have said, chill out. Okay. I was like, are you sure? He's like, yeah. He's like, you got you want to call your mom? I was like, yes, I'm calling my mom. I'm like, I ain't never had to say some shit like this, like a big injury. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, yeah, he think I tore my ACL. And she was like, <laughs> what? what? She's like, here, I come right now. So she mm-hmm. came, and he's like, yeah, da-da-da, shit when like I'm that. moving this shit around, it don't feel right. Don't yeah, he's like, yeah, we got to get an MRI, shit like that. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, shouts out to Hop because everybody thought he had misdiagnosed me because I could still run, sprint, hop, cut, do whatever. I yeah. could still do everything yeah. regularly. If you're strong enough, you but can yeah, because my legs shit. were extremely strong. Yeah, so all my ligaments would make up for it. Yeah, but they'd be working stupid hard, but they'll make up for yeah. it. Yeah, so I got I went back outside until my mom got there. I sat outside just on the stairs, mm. and it was like everybody came over. They they had got done. They was done at that point. Yeah. They just got done sprinting. Mm. It's like what would he say? I was like. He said he think I tore my ACL, and they said like, what? He <laughs> <laughs> was like, "What?" So stupid. <laughs> I just remember this shit so vividly mm-hmm. because I remember everyone's face going down. Like, like damn, oh, that's our shit. season. Yeah, on some like, shit. damn. Yeah. And I was like, no, nah, no, nah, because I can still run playing. So I'm like, bro, it's probably just like a little some shit. I'm gonna go get it checked, uh, ASAP, shit like that. Make a long story short, wanted to go get a check. The doctor said he didn't want me to play anymore because he said the shit was fucked up. Damn. Like, the this is, like, one of the best surgeons, uh, best ACL surgeons around. He do, like, uh, a lot of NFL shit. Damn. He was like, the MRI, he was like, yeah, I don't want you to play. And whoa. But he was like, if you do want to play. You got too much dip on your chip now. Got way too much dip on my chip. <laughs> or too much chips broken off in my dip. Not even. Kinky. I, but. I think, I think <laughs> the situation would be, like, not enough dip for the chip. Not enough, but some gotta be torn. So the cup, not the cup. The yeah, cause it's a, it's it's not a cup. You know it's how some glass. people, put, you know how some people put dip on a paper towel. Okay. So somebody put the dip on. A I crease? think it should be in a container though, not a paper towel. Okay, so if it's in the container, you know how containers get a hole at the bottom. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Out. Yeah. So yeah, my my container had a hole in that bitch. So, so you you have enough dip for the chip. My because dip, the, my dip the was dip seeping out. See, okay. My dip was seeping out. Okay. I forgot where the fuck I was going with this. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, he was, oh, yeah, he was like, oh, if you want to play, yeah. um, 
you just gonna have to get a uh, brace. Okay, so they fitted yeah. me for a brace. Uh, a couple weeks went by. I'm still like doing some shit. shit. You yeah, better me, strong. bro. I would have said fuck it and not competed. Like I just been like, but it was. Nah. I was going through a lot of. Man, I shout out to shout out to the girl sitting across from me because that day that shit happened. I went home. Iced my knee. She brought me some. I'm not sure if it was a day or if it was the weekend. Yeah, I think it was the day. But I no, I think that was a Friday. Yeah, so yeah, it was a Friday. Day, yeah. So she had bought me like some Gatorade, some Twizzlers. Mm-hmm. Like, but they, I'm not sure. Did they, you post that on Instagram or some shit? Cause I think I remember you. I think so. I think you did. I'm not sure if they. I'm not even sure if they discontinued this flavor of Twizzlers or not. It was like the flavored Twizzlers, like the sour flavored ones. Yeah, because mm. I was like, I was like, this is his favorite candy. I didn't really. I wasn't. Yeah, I didn't have no money like that. But I was like, fuck, I need to scrape something together just so he can know. She that brought me I care a car. Gatorade yeah. and Twizzlers. So my mom out came over. That's my mom's a nurse. So my mom came over and was like, I can, you know, maybe kind of, not really see, but kind of like uh, maybe tell him, you know. Awesome shit. And the fact that he was walking upstairs and stuff, my mom was like, yeah. mm. But, you know, she didn't really know him like that. So. shit, so. So, man, a lot, of people, a lot of people in the NFL <laughs> don't even come back from an ACL the same season. Ain't it. Came back with my brace, played. We didn't have a good season because niggas just didn't take it seriously. A lot of niggas that should be playing D1 college football didn't take it seriously. So the moral of the story, kids, is make sure when you um, putting dip in a plastic container that there's no holes at the bottom so your dip doesn't seep out so you can have some dip on your chip. Because you don't want to be dipless for the chip. Facts. So let's talk about Captain Marvel. I know you probably, I know you haven't seen it. I have not seen it. But me and Star went to go see it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So basically... I just want to tell you about the whitest part of this movie so far. <laughs> oh, God. That's so basically, so It was funny because I, I leaned over to him when this happened. I was like, this is the whitest part. We were dying in that bitch for a good three to it's four It's like I minutes. know he was thinking it, so I just went ahead and said it. So basically, <laughs> this is what happened. And this is a spoiler work, a spoiler alert because this is going to give it away. So basically, uh, what was happening was Captain Marvel, they have this thing called like high central intelligence or some shit like that mm-hmm. where you got to be hooked up to and it's like the person you most... Uh, admire is like the intelligence person talking to you inside like this like it's inside your brain yeah mm-hmm. so it's basically like the person you most respect and admire that's the voice that the, the AI voice in the, yeah the voice in the person you're seeing talk to you okay so yeah, hers was um hers was this other Cree I woman I wonder who the fuck would show up for me it's crazy that it that's a good question but hers was this other Cree woman that she was uh, a pilot for but she didn't know she was a Cree woman to the end mm-hmm. so basically her and the lady was like arguing um, cause the central intelligence person that it was an actual thing. Yeah. So it was just the the, the image it was given off was the person you respected, but it was also a, a same person. It was a different person. Mm-hmm. Okay. So basically, they're inside her head arguing, and she's like, "Oh, they're arguing back and forth, they're fighting and shit like that." And <laughs> the little central intelligence thing starts to like uh, shoot this shit out of her hand at her, trying to hold her down, mm-hmm. and she's like trying to get up and fight her. So she's walking towards her, but before that, she takes off. This thing that she has behind her ear that's like them controlling her powers not mm-hmm. to be full fledged. Her mm-hmm. so a restrictor she, in a sense. Yeah, like a restrictor. So a she she fucking plops that shit off and she's like, Oh, what do I do if this happens? You plop it off and then the fucking AI shit starts shooting her with the shit to hold her back. And so outside of her body, she's standing up glowing, mm-hmm. kinda doing the same shit. But, but not people not people outside not really worried about it. They're like, Oh, she dealing with that shit inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So She's like, um, the woman is like, the woman that's trying to hold her back is like, Veer, stop me. She's like, my name is Carol. <laughs> and so when Star said that shit, I was like, she was walking like this through the thing. She's like, <laughs> and I was like, she was walking like RoboCop. <laughs> right. She's like, my name is Carol. And I was like, Star, I was like, that's the, uh, let me see your supervisor uh, walk and talk. She's like, so my name 
is Carol. <laughs> I would like to speak to your supervisor. <laughs> oh, shit. And when we said that shit, we were in that bitch dying. <laughs> that whole part. But that's the whitest part my of the movie when she says my name is, is Carol. Carol. Yeah. I felt like that was the whitest name that they could have picked. I think Ever. that's her actual no, name. That's a, there's a name in the comics. Her name's yeah. Carol Danvers. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm saying that True. I know that's the whitest name. Yeah. Anytime I say that, I'm I'm talking about This is so funny because I, I got to finish watching that Stan Lee movie that I was watching last yeah, night. Yeah, the documentary. It's, a, yeah, it's like a whole like documentary about how... Uh, the how everything came about, Lee, pretty much. Yeah, what, what everything's about. People think Stan Lee came with the whole thing. You know, Stan Lee only... Nah, he nice. really only made the story. He was only a writer. He, yeah, he, he didn't draw the... Uh, what's his name? Other Jack people, Kirby. Yeah, Jack Kirby, uh, he drew the shit. Mm-hmm. Jack Kirby drew all of the superheroes we know today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, basically, if y'all want to go watch that, it's on YouTube. It's called... Um, just search up Stan Lee shit. Little thing is all like a Stan Lee yeah, story little. or something like that. Nah, it's no. Stan Lee. What a great something. Oh. Some shit like that. So speaking of superheroes and whatnot, we didn't get to do a full review. Yeah, go ahead. I want to do a whole spoiler review. Go ahead. But it ain't gonna take that much long. So basically, it's just got good interconnected tissues connecting it to in game. Yeah. Cause basically, at the end, they fucking um, they got Nick Fury. They got his little thing that he got a little pager that uh. Captain Marvel had made for him, rigged for him to be like whenever he pressed it, she had oh, come. Oh, like had the at the end of uh yeah, when uh, he pressed at the end of end game yeah. when he had pressed it before he because it was emergency. She was like only mm-hmm. uses for emergencies. Mm-hmm. So Captain Mar Captain America, Bruce Banner, and um Black Widow have that. Oh, and uh War Machine, Rhodey, yeah. they have that. And they like oh shit the um huh the cripple, cripple yeah <laughs> <laughs> fucking disrespectful. He's crippled now. But basically, they had that, and it's, the sender was still being uh, sent out. And I know where it goes away, and they're like, oh, shit, what happened, basically? And then Black Widow, she says, oh, well, when the signal comes back, y'all let me know so we can figure shit out. So I can get this shit going. Yeah, so when she turns around, Captain Marvel's right there, and she's like, where's Fury? Oh, shit. And then, yeah. <laughs> oh, damn, bitch, you I just want to say, like, as a woman, it's such a oh, movie yeah. to watch. Like, there was, like, certain stuff that was happening in the movie. I love watching movies where women are the protagonists. Well, yeah, but there was, like, certain stuff happening in the movie where it was just, like, uh, you know, just... I, I feel like men don't understand, like, this is a this is a male-dominated society. Yeah. This is a male-dominated world. So sometimes the things that you guys say, I don't even think y'all realize the effects it's that it has... It's hard to realize, to be On honest. a woman. Yeah, and it's just, like... Especially when you don't grow up around women your entire life. Yeah, but even me. when you do, if those women aren't vocal if, well yeah if they're not vocal if they're like oh my god you're such an asshole and they just go about their business and you're like hey, I guess are. I'll be that asshole you know yeah. like and they're not coming back and telling you like as a Why? woman yeah. and for you saying that to me as a man there's so much shit that that can yeah. be debunked in that but just as a woman like some of the stuff that was going on with her some some most of the trials and tribulations that she had was all just men telling her that she couldn't do this she couldn't aspire to be whatever she couldn't whatever mm-hmm. and at the end of it it really wraps around like oh god my favorite part look my favorite part it, it goes with this okay. she can photon blast people yeah so mm-hmm. my favorite part is like her trainer or whatever he's oh, like yeah, yeah. he's so, like <laughs> this me just he's like at the end of it they get to like this, seclu- this secluded place or whatever after mm-hmm. she beats everybody and he's like oh you gotta get a little context the train the trainer dude was like they who's they thought they thought that they kidnapped Captain Marvel basically because she was from Earth. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they made her think that she was a Kree, like she was one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she's not one of them. And the Kree people that she was rocking with in the beginning, that she thought she was, they was really the 
villains. Okay. In the end. Yeah. So, in the beginning of the movie, her and her little trainer dude, they fight hand-to-hand combat. He's trying to get her to control, uh, her, control emotions. her emotions. Because he's telling her, oh, you you have to control your emotions because that's going to be your biggest downfall. You just Full-time everything. blasting everything. He was yeah. like, you do everything based off of your emotions. Oh, like that's some your... One Piece shit when Luffy was getting trained by... Oh, well, yeah. But know. yeah. But yeah okay. No, but yeah. I know. I know. Oh. But, um, yeah. But even then... It's still, like, if you look at that and you kind of peel back this Marvel layer and you kind of look at it on, like, a societal, like, standpoint, like, there are men constantly telling women, this is why you'll never be an author because you're so emotional because you do everything based off emotion and your emotion just has nothing to do with logic, but it's just kind of irritated. Most of the time, it's always the argument. Yeah, when it comes to men and women. So at the end of it all, he's like, (laughs) when they're about to fight, he's like, (laughs) he's like, I'm so proud of you right now. He's oh, like, shit. she's like, now fight me hand in hand. Da, da, da. He's like, prove to me that you can control. So she's turn like, off the light show. Right. She's oh, like, because he don't, he don't want her to use her powers. And he's, she's like, he's like, he's like, fight me with your hands. He's like, fight me with your hands. Prove to me that you can. In the middle of that, she just fucking blasts him. She's like, Pew. and she's like, I don't have to prove anything to you. And I was like, God, I felt that. <laughs> I felt that so much. Like. Jesus Christ, it's just it's hard. Like yeah. it's kind of hard. Like if you're not a woman, you're not. I'm glad that, that that movie was able to show something like that. You feel me? Send that type of message. And Marvel are some fucking geniuses because they put it out on International Women's Day. Oh, this damn. whole month is Women's History Month. So. Oh shit, I didn't even know. Yeah, so. and so next month is Black Women's History Month, and like no one knows that shit. But yeah, next month is Black. Oh, Women's Oh, we History gonna month. make sure people know it's Black Women's History Month. Yeah. But Marvel some fucking geniuses for oh putting that God, out. Oh my God, my hip just popped. Oh, you are, yeah, I get that too. But oh. Marvel's a fucking genius for putting that on Women's oh, International God. Women's Day, and last because last year they did Black Panther on and Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Oh, here comes the so, pains. Jesus, but oh, yeah. this is my bad hip. I got I had fucked up. Well, I didn't fuck it up. One of my teammates did. All right, pop so my shit you like a little bitch. Pop my shit out of place. Like yeah, yeah, slams you right. Like on this is shit. my hip, my hip bone and my hip flexor is like yeah, YOLO. Jesus. Whoa! Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah it's it's up. a it's a great fucking movie. Everybody should go Hit see soccer. it, especially as a woman. Go. Especially go, go fucking see it. But a lot no, of people no is having backlash because you know the white it's a white woman that's the most powerful person in the whole. Bro, that's the way it's written world. in the comics, so that's how it has that's to stay. It's like comics. it's just like how people were like, oh, should such and such should this black guy be Superman? And it's like no, what? like it's there is a black Superman in, though. In the comics, just keep it the way that it is in the comics. There's True. plenty of black superheroes that right. they're trying to do a black Batman. They said there's gonna be something like that. Did y'all know that? Uh, just a little fun fact because I was watching a little Stanley shit. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He was in the army because he went to serve oh. in the army. Mm-hmm. He was in the army with Doctor Seuss. Yeah, I really and they were they were like it was only a they small group of like playwrights. Yeah, huh. small group of playwrights, and it was just crazy. They were basically there to document everything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, So yeah, so it was him and some other little playwrights and Doctor Seuss. That's Doctor wild. Seuss is crazy, fuck. man. That's freaking crazy. Crazy with the world, how the world comes together. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's a crazy world, world we live in. So, <clears throat> since we're talking about superpowers and characters and whatnot, if there are people out there that want to get into anime, I feel like, because there are a lot of people out there like that always say, like, oh, anime like looks like something they might actually want to be getting into, mm-hmm. but they just don't know what to start with because either this would be too long to catch up on or shit like that or whatever. Yeah. But my thing is, if you really want to do something, then you'll, it doesn't matter what to do. Right, you'll figure out some time for it. Yeah. So I, I just put together a few a list of a few shows. So um, One Piece, Naruto, Seven Deadly Sins, Sword Art Online, Berserk, Bleach. Dragon Ball Z and my personal favorite, My Hero Academia. Mm. Those are all really good animes to first start your um uh your 
anime journey to introduce yourself into everything and whatnot. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Damn. <laughs> Damn. It popped off. It I saw that shit was so funny. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that is Long so days, funny. Oh my it scared God. the shit out of me. Girl, y'all know people in Haiti are eating mud pies? That shit is crazy to me. I because saw they don't have, they don't have money, out. bro. Enough money to yeah. buy flour. That's... Uh, so, Jeff Bezos, like, what the fuck are you doing? Because you're not paying you taxes. Jeff so Bezos, Netflix, they don't pay taxes. It was just too... But just like how... Just like how um, he was saying, was the guy Andrew Yang? He was saying, yeah, Andrew like, Yang, he yeah. was saying, like, it's not really their fault that they don't have to pay taxes. It's, 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 the, it's, it's the, system. the system. But at the same time, it's like they're aware that they don't pay taxes, so they could be you doing could something be else helping. With that money. And when I was thinking, I was just thinking about this earlier. Were you were you finished talking about what you? Said? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just thinking about this <laughs> earlier because <laughs> I'm like, damn, did we? Nah, that's cool. But um, <laughs> I just want to get the, the sh- names of the shows. Those are some really good shows to watch, actually. But um, mm-hmm. I was just thinking about earlier, like. I was thinking about though because I watched a video of that woman making the mud pies and yeah, I was like it's I was just thinking like if I ever get to the point where I'm rich I won't be rich for long right because it, it's what like there are people out here starving there are people there are people still in slavery I'd right secure now. my bag and then make sure I'm good once I spend all my money and whatnot but, but see the way yeah. that I'm living now I'm, I'm completely fine with it like I don't know I just feel like I'm not trying to say I'll buy a mansion but i get a place for myself yeah like you would definitely like upgrade that. your life yeah which everyone would do and it's not selfish to do that mm-hmm. because if you're in, like say you if you live in your parents house right now mm-hmm. and you hit the lottery like I, like I keep telling everybody I would go to that press conference and be like y'all let the wrong nigga mm-hmm. win the lottery <laughs> yeah but <laughs> I would set myself I'm not I'm not finna set myself up to live this life where I actually need that money to keep living that life yeah, that's what people I would do. set myself yeah. up to put back some money so I can live a like a, a, just better, get a, life a better life than you have but the rest of that money is going to help the black community and me learning about this shit is just like there are people eating condo. mud yeah that has no nutritional value at all mm. they're eating dried up mud they use that for plates silverware and whatever else they said in the video, they're eating mud pies. Little kids go outside and make that shit for playtime. Mm-hmm. But they're, if, you, if you have a little kid right now and you tell them to go outside, oh, can I make a mud pie? Follow that message with, oh, you know there are people in Haiti eating mud pies, by the way? I don't, actually, give a fuck, I don't give a fuck if that is your little kid. Like actually eating. Like the, oh, that shit you just made? Oh, we can ship that to Haiti and that will be a part of their food supply. Awesome like there shit. are people out here eating fucking mud pies. This shit is sad as fuck, and the shit. This world is so evil, and just my it's nigga, all we all sweet. live it, on. I feel like this world as a whole, like the planet itself, is too far gone, bro. I was, bro. I was watching a video about that this morning. It's not even. A, I'm just thinking about all the shit that's happening, like especially the shit with the USA, and then like shit that's happening in North Korea because mm. slavery is just like it's. It's just not. Shit publicized. never really stopped. No, it never did stop. It never stopped. There was there are black slaves in North Korea somewhere mm. on some shit. There are and black Libya. slaves. Yeah, Libya too. There are black slaves in somewhere in Mexico or something like that. I can't remember. Bro, sl- sex trafficking, slave trade, everywhere, bro. Se- bro, all that shit, bro. It's everywhere. I and I'm so grateful that my sister hadn't hadn't get, gotten caught up in no sex trafficking and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So grateful. Because it's way more common than you think. I mean, there's yeah, sex trafficking yeah. right now in Atlanta. Like yeah, number one, basically. So I mean. I, I just the thing is all, all this stuff is is so hard for someone like me because uh, it's just 
it's a lot to think about on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. But for me, it's hard because I take it in and I'm like, fuck, I, I want to do something about it. Like, at least in a minor way, since I can't do anything about it in a major way right now. Or at least, you know, I don't know. It's just, look, ideas flow through me a lot. Yeah. Okay? And all of my ideas are rooted in helping someone else. So when I hear about all this stuff, that's why sometimes when we talk about certain stuff or we talk about, like, this world or we talk about all this stuff, I I get so, like, oh, I just get so, like, Worked okay, can up. we not talk about this anymore? Because at the same time, it's like, I'm well aware of the shit that's happening. But and it eats I'm, you up inside that you can't yes, really do nothing right now really about it. it really fucking does. And it's like, I mean, I can try. There's people that are very callous. There's people that are like, well, if you want to do some shit, you can fucking do it. But it's like, yeah. yes, but... Nah. I still have to work to get this shit together. I still have to work right. to organize this shit. You, everyone wants to do this, like, in a snap of a finger, but we kind of have to work to do it. I don't know. I'm just kind of this person that's like, I want us all to just think smarter and, and actually do the shit that we go on Twitter and, and talk put other about. people down about. Like, yeah. you guys need to have a Britter filter. Okay, I have that shit. You know what I mean? I like, have it. And it's like, every do time... Or what? Brita filter. It's like oh, for your for your sink, right? Yeah, or or you can just have the picture. We have the picture because oh. the shit don't fit on our sink. But um, it. yeah, no size fits on our sink for some reason. We got an old. Sink. My family but would yeah. do it. We just haven't. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's like even in that, it's just oh god, it's just so irritating to even just think about because we are all. It's so easy to get on Twitter and say this is what needs to be done. Yeah, it's always it's easy just to say to talk yeah. about doing something. But at the same time, <laughs> it's like. Actually doing is a completely there are people, different story. The thing is, oh, the negative gets shined on so easily. And we get... The thing that gets passed around is the problems that we're facing and the problems that need to be fixed. But no one is actually the focusing on the solution. the actual big problems. Well, it's not too. even that. It's, it's every single problem. It's every single well, negative that, that we can think of that's affecting the earth right now. We are, we are putting a spotlight on it. But as we're talking about this shit, there is literally someone right now, I believe, deep down, there is someone right now in some part of the world trying to fix said problem so why are we not shining our light on that like hey this problem is happening but this person over here is fixing it and here's the things that you can be doing to help that would fix help that shit. or you know what i mean yeah. it's just i just feel like there are so many people on this earth side note the thing about this earth is we're this earth is not gonna die i hope people understand that to me in my yeah, way I of thinking my way of thinking this earth is God. That's how I think. Okay, Thanks. all this around us is uh, every this this multiverse, all this shit. Uh, that's God to me. So you think it's just gonna like purge us off? Yeah, what that's I'm, exactly what's gonna happen. Yeah. What, I'm, what I'm trying to say is, we will never see this planet die in our lifetime. Right. We yeah. will never see this planet die. So these scientists, which is, I'm kind of iffy with science. I used to be really into science, but now I'm kind of iffy with it because a lot of the scientists are half reporting information and they are mm-hmm. doing stuff to keep us in a stir. I still like science though. I do like science, but you have to you really have to research your research because right. it's like oh, yeah, there are scientists okay, there are scientists that there's a scientist that literally came out and said uh people lesbians are doing that for men. Lesbians are in lesbian relationships for men. And That's I have my reports and here it is, blah blah blah. That's there's people coming shit. out in science saying we derive from this and we derive from that or African people aren't really this and they're not really that and we have this thing in our DNA that's gonna make us die and all that you know, it's just a mm-hmm. whole lot of shit. But then when you turn around and you look at a lot of science oh, the world you realize twenty twelve. Well yeah, okay. But that was a rumor. <laughs> but at the same time it's like um, you turn around and you look at these scientists and you realize a lot of them are racist. You realize a lot of them are, are they had a lot of shit that's rooted in other shit. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, our government likes to keep 
it's like it likes to keep us like stirred up so what i'm saying is all this shit is stirring us up so what is really what's really happening behind the scenes because at the same time well, a lot of people are like oh my god this is global warming i do believe in global warming i know this shit is oh, happening yeah, that is but real. at the same time spring is happening on time it's march there's fucking pollen coming out that's true, on time true. that's on time i feel okay? like it's on time in certain areas it's on time in certain areas at the same time we get pictures of of like certain places that are like polar bears are eating each other melting and all this stuff right but at the same time it's like a we're in a stir bear. we're in a stir but at the same time everything comes to an end a mama bear but i don't feel like this end is gonna happen as fast as we think it is Ate her fucking cubs i don't feel like this thing's gonna happen as as three cubs as big as we think it is look anyway, what do you mean you don't think it's gonna happen as big as we think i don't it think is? it's gonna i don't think it's gonna happen as fast as we think it's gonna happen at the end of the day i don't think it's gonna be fast and i think I, the world's probably gonna go to shit by the time yeah, but like 40 something the thing we the way we could track that is a lot of people don't watch the news but it's a um what is it called? It's called the Air Pollution Index, mm-hmm. and that's on the news. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that number is right now. We can literally research that number. Mm-hmm. But that number, if it gets to a certain thing, um, people with asthma aren't—they shouldn't be outside because the mm-hmm. air pollution index is yes, so high. So, yeah. And it, it gets the top of the thing is like no one should be outside breathing mm-hmm. in this air. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure where it's at, but we can use that to track how bad shit is getting. I know it's just. Like I California don't, right now, the air pollution levels are bad because they had a lot of forest fires and wildfires and stuff like that. Yeah, so. but that stuff comes from everything. global warming. Yeah, yeah, global warming. No, never once did I say that. I don't think this shit is happening. I know this shit is happening, but I'm saying, uh, oftentimes we see like the reports and people pass around the reports of all mm. this shit that's happening, and we're like, "What? Well, we're fucking doomed." Like the quote tweet would be like, "Like it'll be like, oh, the planet is dying." Then on the quote tweet, would be like, "What?" Well, we're fucking doomed. Fuck. And I, I just find that to be so annoying. That's my <laughs> point that I'm trying to make. I, yeah. I think that we put a lot more effort into figuring out the problem or figuring out the solutions to the problem and mm-hmm. actually putting forth our effort to do it because we know if we come together as a collective, we can get any problem fixed. Hell yeah. Uh, I feel like... And it, uh, just us talking about these rich people. God, they can fix these problems so and fucking that's the fast. Thing. That's, that's the thing that gets me. It's like... It's like us... I don't want to say it's normal people because they're normal too. But us they're people, not normal. They're they're in the one fucking percent. Okay, That's those not people normal. in the one percent in their in their high ass tax bracket, mm-hmm. they can fix everything. But the reason the people like us that I don't want to say complain, it affects us more directly. So it of course, af- like because I forgot where I was listening to that. Mm-hmm. They were saying like I think I'm not sure if I was listening. I think you might have said this. Oh shit! But like if people if some shit happened and people got to go to Mars. Oh, I then, said this. Yeah, yeah. You, you said this because I was about to bring this up. So because yeah. it's like if those people if every if shit start happening you're like oh. Okay, so it's X amount of spaceships that need to go to Mars, mm. and X amount of people are going to go. Mm. Do you think people sleeping under bridges are going to get to go? No. But but there's some part of me that thinks, because a, a lot of the problems are brought on by oh, overpopulation, yeah, I yeah, yeah. and I think there's some parts of me that think, you know, because the rich people are going to make sure their families go, all mm-hmm. their family. They're going to make sure, you know, they, they take the most important people with them, and they're going to do whatever the fuck they have to do. <laughs> and there's, there's a small portion of me <laughs> that believes that if they fucking go we really might be able to actually, you know, regulate regulate the society in the you way know, that it needs to be. I think there's a there's a movie like that, mm-hmm. similar to that, like, mm-hmm. where, like, the rich people decided to, like, leave the planet Earth because the Earth was going to shit, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, they basically just fucked up the Earth real mm-hmm. bad, like how we're doing now. Uh-huh. And they decided to move up, like, in space and shit, and they made their own little space, mm-hmm. um, basically their space planet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, their own little space world and whatever. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, just use earth now as like a landfill mm. so they just throw their trash Jesus from their Christ. from their like and shit what if that happens hey I, I, I feel like that's like that's a pretty strong possibility because mm-hmm. they're already talking about um 
ship, uh, not ships, but like you know, stations being built all mm-hmm. over, all over the place on different planets and whatnot, and how, um, the world is slowly going to shit. Yeah, and like you just said, the mm-hmm. world's not ever really gonna like. We'll never see this. Die. We're on a sick person right yeah. now. Yeah, we're on a sick person, and they're about to take. They're taking robotussin right now to get rid of this cough and to rid of this sickness. No, they're not taking. But shit. I'm gonna be sick. honest with you. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> I feel like some of these problems that are that are happening are, I guess they can be attributed to the fact that there is such a social gap, mm-hmm. and they're like. With all these rich people, let's talk about like rich companies and how we know like they pollute big, so much. Yes, big companies, their their overproduction of certain you know items or whatever that goes into the pollution, and we throw a lot of that pollution into the ocean, and the ocean is trying to regulate itself, so the ocean is getting warmer, and seventy percent of the earth is the fucking ocean, so it's like eh, that's a the huge planets, part of yeah, the that's a, getting hotter in general. That's a huge part of the mm-hmm. global warming that we're having right now. The things that affect our ocean are definitely going to affect the entire earth. But a lot of that can be directly drawn back into these big companies that are these big rich companies and these big rich people that have this surplus of things that they don't need. To the planet. So it's like these people that have these surplus of things that they don't need, while these people are these other people have a deficiency of things that they do need. I feel like oh, with the maybe rich people, I should fuck with him, but on this shit, I have too much of. But nah, I'm even gonna throw this shit away. This, the thing is, I feel like with the rich <laughs> people, I feel like like that that shit's gonna sound crazy if we eradicate the rich people. But no, nah, I feel like if if the Bro, rich people kind of come down, if there's no such thing as rich or poor, then this wouldn't be an issue at all. Right. And then we come back to like like the little mom and pop shops. You know, they're they're producing their things with their hands. That's not hurting the earth at all. They take things that were old and produce it to be something new. And that's a way to reduce, reuse, and recycle. Because mm-hmm. you take something that somebody else may have used. Like, like even something simple as this. Like, I was reading this report. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we do our little one way to better our planet. Yeah. Yeah. And it was this thing that was saying, oh, if you don't have speakers for a party, go ask your next door neighbor for some speakers instead of going buying some. Because mm-hmm. once you buy those new speakers... They have to produce some other speakers mm-hmm. using re- unreusable so- uh, resources, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like all the stuff that goes and makes speakers, like plastic, all that shit. Mm-hmm. So if you go ask them to use their speakers, which they already used, you don't have to go buy those speakers. Even with shoes, you don't have to go buy it. If, oh, you got some tennis shoes that I wear to go hoop? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Let me, let me use those mm-hmm. instead of me going to buy some new shit that they have to make. You see, but this they have to keep producing and producing and producing. That issue kind of falls back into the sense of community and we don't mm-hmm. have that sense of community anymore like and it's just kind of it's kind of it's hard for me because i i long for that i want that i want us all to kind of be connected as people i mm-hmm. want us all to have this altruistic way of thinking hence the shit that i'm doing but mm-hmm. at the same time it's like i don't understand people people a lot of people feel like a lot of people feel like there's no such thing as altruism that okay altruism is putting oh shit. putting other people before yourself that show scares the fuck out of me oh it's all right you want some other shit right now my bad so the shit is like putting <laughs> other people be it's putting other people before yourself and there's a lot of people out here that are like how the fuck can i do that i have to put myself first but you don't the thing yeah. is you really really don't and you've been conditioned to think that you need to put yourself first in order to help other people but you really don't just like the other day when you, you went to walmart we both were at walmart and you were like i'm gonna go get a buggy and um 
I was waiting for you for like five minutes and oh, you finally shit. came out with your buggy and you were like it was a bunch of black women that came by and I just gave them all buggies you didn't say fuck let me get my buggy first mm-hmm. and then I'll give y'all all buggies no you gave them yeah. buggies and then you said shit there will be some left for me I don't, right. I'm not going to worry about it because someone is going to come out of here probably with a buggy if, even if right. all these buggies go away that's how people need to think and if we think like that more we'll, we'll, come, we'll become a better community we'll have this better sense of humanity yeah. and that's what we don't have right now mm-hmm. And that's why the planet is going to shit, as some people will don't say. Don't just look out for your homies. I was passing out look buggies out like everybody. Christmas turkeys in that bin. We don't, don't have. We don't have. Oh, a, oh, was, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Yeah, because it was because they didn't have buggies at first, and then mm-hmm. you know how they come up. The dude come up with that little with machine rack, that brings yeah. all the buggies. So he brought them all back, and I was just waiting for him. So I'm like, I always give people buggies. Mm-hmm. If I give them people buggies for myself, it's like I'm gonna get a buggy some way somehow. So right. That's I give them buggies and then once everybody once it's like people not coming up anymore then I take my buggy right. and go inside and even if they don't have anymore someone is literally walking out the store right. at the same time someone is walking in so you can be like excuse me can I use your buggy you right. know what I mean don't take don't a shit your car. Well, I'll, I'll help you to your car. Put all the buggies in. Right. I'll help you take a shit to your car because I need a buggy. Right. Well, you was talking about a sense of community and I wanted to bring this up because mm-hmm. uh, this comes from Nis- Nipsey Hustle and this comes from like uh, the example of like Hispanic families. Yeah. So I was going to say, why don't we stay at homes or our families until we're like super financially ready um, and then like, like Hispanics families do, they all stay together in one house and they mm-hmm. stack and stack okay. and stack yeah, their money. they do. And they live a good ass life. Like, yeah. uh, I work for a movie company, as y'all know, mm-hmm. and we was in this neighborhood, and it was this Mexican, Hispanic family, whichever words you want me to use. It's Hispanic. It's yeah. Hispanic. Yeah, that's about a general uh, It was a know. Hispanic family, and they had these, you know you know them lifted trucks, like them trucks that, uh, you know, like four trucks, where they be lifted, like... Oh, the suspension some, is just higher. Yeah, suspension yeah. is higher, but they, yeah. these trucks were like... Like custom made graphic designs, everything. Bro, they be doing the shit up. It tricked them hoes. And up. they had three of those. Mm. And those all three of those dudes were staying in the same house with all their families. So mm. all their kids came home, went to that apartment. All their wives and all their grandma and stuff, they all stayed in that apartment. And it was like a, I think it was like a five, six bedroom apartment. And let's just say all of them got jobs. They all bringing in hella money. And so they're just making their situation better. It's not, it's not fit for yourself. It ain't, oh, I got me a buggy, so fuck you. But get their a buggy. tradition right. has always been like that. That's though. the thing. Their tradition has always been like that. Yeah. But so, so why have ours? That's what people don't understand. Our tradition has been like that too. We've have a we have a big sense of community in our community. I don't oh, understand. Yeah, of I feel like that, but I feel like our parents. I feel like our parents in our community wants everybody. I feel like everybody wants us individually to be big instead of each other bigging each yeah. other up. Like, I feel like our parents, you need to get out of 18, you need to go to college, get out of my house at 18. How many many of our parents have said, you need to get out of my house at this age? You need to be, even if, even if, even, if they plan, they plan, they don't really mean it. But even if somebody is like, even if you're not out and they're still, they just working with you. Why the fuck are you telling me I have to get out of somewhere? I'm not ready. I'm not going to be ready. Yeah. This shit out here, life, bro, this shit is not easy. This ain't, like two chains. Yeah, this ain't no practice life. Yeah, plenty, plenty of my brothers out here struggling or been through way more bullshit because they were put out. And then you turn to drugs and then you turn, bro, when it, you turn you, to you drugs. You have to basically start trapping, bro. Like, if I you mean, need, you, basically, bro. you basically have to, like, on some so shit. So I, I don't know what that's like because uh, my upbringing was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Half of my upbringing, okay. I was I punk. can't even say it like that. Okay, my grandparents live in the country. I grew up, uh, I never lived at Chase either one of their chickens. houses. Oh. No, yeah, no, seriously. I never grew I never like grew up living with them, mm-hmm. but 
I was with, like with them like every All single weekend, right? But on the flip side, the way that I really grew up was in trailer parks and projects and stuff like that. And I don't really talk about that shit that much because it's nothing to fucking talk about. Right, uh, right. What's the point of me talking about growing up in fucking hood or growing up in fucking trailer park? It's no fucking point it's of me talking about that out. shit. The, the main thing that I would like to talk about a part of my childhood is like, oh, I just say, if somebody asks me, like, how did you grow up? I say I grew up in the country because it's no, it's no point of me sitting here mm. saying, oh, I grew up in the hood. I just don't like the way that sounds for some odd reason. It just sounds weird, but maybe it's a thing that I need to talk through. But at the end of the day, maybe. the thing is... The hood was not a term we came up with, so right. I, I don't like saying the hood because it wasn't yeah. like some black people flipped and made like oh yeah. cool it was like a yeah. term where white people put all like what all we did pop. with nigga yeah but that's so, it's different. I mean it's not really I mean we still really shouldn't be saying so nigga. The thing, we really shouldn't be saying nigga but back to what you were saying um, so you know I, I know what it's like I don't really talk about it that much so this kind of draws like sometimes there's all the divide between me and you um, Azim, when we have conversations but not really that often like I know like my dad's side of the family yeah they grew up in the fucking like projects and shit my mom's side of the family uh, grew up in the country so that's why it's half and half my mom moved out at 18 with my dad who was 19 didn't graduate high school or anything like that Holy just shit. worked and did I what he like had to do I that was more common back in the day well see she moved now. out because she was pregnant with my brother and she didn't want to live in the house anymore but my granddad was this my granddad's an entrepreneur he has his own land he has his own gardens he has his own you know bit, like I said entrepreneurs he built his house you know what I mean mm-hmm. he owns that land Granger you know she had her own like farm all that shit out there you've been to Granger's house before Zim. all that fucking land out there used to be farmland but you know and gardens and stuff like that mm, yeah so that's how they grew up that's how my mom grew up my dad on mm-hmm. the other hand his brother's so crack. His brother's been in jail for a, been in prison for a long time. I think he literally just got out this year. He so that's a hard place. Yeah, and my dad, you know, he's just different. So I know what it's like on both sides because mm-hmm. I had that type of upbringing come together in my household. So the thing about it was, my dad. I, I want to say like his mom. Kind of was halfway, kind of like putting him out a little mm-hmm. bit. But my mom, her parents were like, no, you need to stay here as long as you can. You have a baby. You have this. You know, you don't need to Damn, get out. To make, like, like, make her stay on because, Yeah, because my granddad, you're an entrepreneur. You got all this shit. You know, you, you always got money in your pocket. You know what it's like. And he like, mm-hmm. I know. I, my granddad's like, I, I moved to New York back in whenever the fuck. You know, I don't know. He's old. So, and I know what it's like to do this. I come back down here. And I'm telling you, it's hard out there on your own. But my mom, my dad's mom is like. a jit, bro. That shit's crazy. Right. Like, my dad's bro. mom's like, mm, nah, you want to go out and you want to do all this stuff. And you need to make sure that you need to get a job. And you need to do the job. You need to oh, blah, blah, blah. Take your ass to Job Corps. Do this. Blah, blah, blah. And he did. He went down to Florida from South Carolina. It's a long ass fucking way. Mm-hmm. To Job Corps by him fucking self. And he did what he had to do, but he didn't really do what he had to do. So that was kind of like an epic fail because you don't have, like, you don't have any guidance. Like, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. You're just being forced to be put out. So. You're forcefully being put out. And that's why I don't like. It's like, we're, it's like, bro, like I I was telling uh, the tattoo artist this morning, Yats by Yats. Y'all go Mm -hmm. follow her support work. She just did a dope-ass Muhammad Ali portrait on her arm. Mm -hmm. Yats, Yats by Yats. Like, me and her was talking this morning, and I'm like... I try to not say it's just the black community, but you get to a point where 
white people, you white people don't put their kids out. White people only put their kids out unless they do uh, some stupid, some stupid shit. Like if they find out their kids on drugs, they're like, get the fuck out of my house. Go like, to rehab, get out of my house. Yeah, like but even then, they're still trying to make sure their child is okay. Like yeah. I'm gonna put you in rehab, and whether you like it or not, you know what I mean. Yeah. Or sometimes they just kick them out on the fucking street. I mean, I've seen both sides. Yeah. Growing up in a fucking trailer park, mm-hmm. I've seen some trashy ass white people that's like, you wanna be out meth in my house? Get the fuck out! I've seen people but get thrown is, out. That's, that's the deal. Like the deal breaker is drugs. Yeah. The, there is no deal breaker for black parents get the fuck out of my house when you hit 18 and it's like my you mom don't, I don't, for some reason you don't need to be here when I, yes yeah, I, I need to know. be here I need guidance I need your help they don't teach me what the fuck to, with me. in school they mm-hmm. only yeah. teach me reading math and it's some shit that don't really matter it's some shit that prep, don't matter they prep me for college is something that I probably don't even have to pay for I mean something I can't pay for yeah they prep me for something that you didn't even do if your college, if you, yeah. if, if your mom or dad didn't even go to college, I'm going to school to prep me for this when you can't even give me guidance. Like, so, nigga, what the yeah. fuck is a fast food? My mom, okay, <laughs> my, mom, actually, my, my mom actually helped. My mom actually helped you fill out your fast right. Like, and it's no shade to your mom or anything like that. But my mom was there for the both of us when it was mm-hmm. time for us to go to college. She was the one that was guiding both of us right. for mm-hmm. college because she was like, I've been to college. Your dad didn't go to college. Our, my upbringing has always been kind of hard. We like literally just in this past year, we've been in this place where it's like, oh god, I can finally feel like we're doing a lot better. We can breathe now, but some shit. and that's just because we had to wait for my mom to have ten years of nursing experience. My mom went to nursing school with us being like small children, so Jeez, I had to yeah. watch her struggle. I had to watch her do that. Like I said, trailer parks, oh, duplexes, all that shit. But at the same time, it's just like, <clears throat> like, and it's all because. My dad didn't have that side where he had that guidance, so he didn't mm-hmm. have that high school diploma. He yeah. had to work these fast food jobs. He had to do all that. He's been doing that, and he probably will continue to do that because that's all he knows at this point. So my mom's picking up this slack, and now that she's been to college, she's like, please listen to what I'm telling you. Don't You don't have to move out. You don't have to do mm-hmm. this because I did it, and it was hard. You don't have to do all that. She's never advised either one of us to move out. My brother moved out because he didn't like the way. He didn't like the shit that she was trying to do for him. Like, mm-hmm. my mom literally taught my brother all the math that he needed to know to get his GED because that was the only thing that was pulling him back. Mm-hmm. She right. sat down. She literally took her hours away. I, I couldn't even do sports meds because of that shit. Mm-hmm. Took her hours away and said, I, I have to sit down with your brother so that he can get this, so that he, you know, since he wants to do all this other stuff, at least he can be prepared. At least he can get something better. And for mm-hmm. other households, it would be, oh... Get the fuck out. Either get your GED or get the fuck out. But my mom actually not, said not, oh, not, oh, I'm going to help you get your GED yeah. or get the fuck out. No. You go out, you learn the shit by yourself, you go out, get a tutor, somehow pay for it with a job. This job is going to take care of, take off, take take you away from your hours trying to get your GD which if you don't get again I'm gonna kick you the fuck out right <laughs> like but I don't I don't I don't understand that that's why that's the whole point of me talking about my upbringing just to come back and say that I don't understand that I've never seen that I didn't grow up where uh I didn't have this sense of community like okay on my dad's side my dad does not talk to his family for reasons that are pretty good but mm-hmm. um with my with my mom's side of the family, like all them church people, yeah, they're judgmental as shit. Going to Grand Jay's Grand Jay's church and Grand Jay's house, I grew up in the church, whatever. But at the same time, if you need something, they like, would be there for you. All those church people was like, oh, we'll take you here, we'll drive you there, we'll da da da. You just call me, da da da. Even when you're at school, well, you go to this elementary school, you go to school in Greenwood. Okay, I live in Abbeville, but that's fine. I can take that drive if your mama ain't whatever. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's what I'm used to. I'm not used to. 
the get the fuck out of my house at 18. I'm not used to that because I didn't grow up like that because my grandparents on my mom's side and my mother made sure that we didn't have an environment like that because I guess she knew how hard it was to be out on your own at 18. But uh, anything that any any and type you of hardship, you to go through something like that to like to just know how harsh it is. Yeah, because we grew up like yeah, that. Like we grew you up. Just Grow up like around I said, people who grew up in those type of situations. She grew, the whole our whole childhood until we like would go to my grandparents' house during the week. Our whole childhood was kind of hard, but she, my mom still made a way to make sure that we was kind of oblivious to that shit. So abrupt vacations, and now that looking back on it, I'm like, oh, this is because she don't want us to know that we're struggling. Yeah. yeah. It, now looking back, I'm like, damn, all that shit that you did for us just to kind of calm us down. That's why I love my mama. Yeah, it's crazy, but shit was always hard. Fun, bro. <laughs> even in high school, it was hard to keep my phone on. It was hard to keep my phone on, mm-hmm. even in high school. That's some shit. It, like, I would be like, oh, and I would I mean, be I irritated. Too. That shit crazy. I would be irritated. <laughs> I would be irritated. Oh, I can't text you, Zine. I can't text you, like, because my mom, like, she don't know how to prioritize. And do, but it was hard for her, because mm-hmm. she ain't, you got out of 18. Yeah. So you're just now you're forty something. You're just now blood. getting a grip on what your finances are supposed to be looking like. Bro, we all need to. What we need to do is, black community. What we need to do is we need to take notes from the Hispanic community. What they do with their families. Keep your families in. Keep them tight. Keep them close. Y'all live to y'all build money. Y'all build. Y'all stack your money and build your money to live better. Stop kicking y'all kids out right. at eight, sixteen, eighteen because they're not doing something. Help them. Stop fucking just letting, just stop fucking criticizing and pointing the finger. Oh, you not doing this shit. I was doing this. I got kicked out and I still did all my shit. My, the thing I hate the most is at your age, I was doing this and this and this. Right. Yeah, I hate that shit so fucking much. Kama, you grew up in a completely different time than what the fuck I'm dealing with. But see, even <laughs> in college, like, even in college, like my mom, like I said, my mom's a nurse and now I'm going to nursing school because I know exactly that that's what the fuck I want to do. Mm-hmm. She's been, she was trying to guide me even the first time that I went to college, the second time around that I went to college. Mm-hmm. And now this third time around that I'm going She's like, are you going to listen to me? <laughs> because I'm oh, trying to shit. guide you. I'm trying to help you. I know what this is going to be like. And at the end of the day, it hasn't changed that much. I'm still in the field. I see it evolving every day. Mm-hmm. Please listen at what I'm telling you. Right, and now true. I'm like, fuck, okay, yeah, I'm going to listen. I'm going to literally write notes if I have to, yeah. you know? I don't know. She's protective of us because she knows how hard it is to do that. I don't understand. I just don't get it. Why the fuck would you push your kid out? My mom chose to leave Some at eighteen. People are just, hey. So I think it's I think it's a whole pride thing. I think people kick their kids out because they they want to say like, oh, they out doing their own like thing, this thing kind of thing. Yeah, yeah like they, they they don't want to be solely responsible for your downfall because yeah, you, know you I, was out there doing that. You know how I just said, mm-hmm. you know how their excuse is, you know, um, at your age I was doing this and this and this. Mm-hmm. And so. If I'm their age and I haven't accomplished what they accomplished at that age, maybe they look at me as a failure, and they don't mm-hmm. want no failure in the house. So especially if there are, if I have younger siblings, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they look at me as a an example of a failure, they don't want no failure. They don't want um, they don't want a failure to be a role model for the two younger siblings. Mm-hmm. So they want that. Oh God! But that yeah. even I mean, that, that puts, that's so that puts, up. Yeah, I, I, I feel I'm what thinking. you think, but that puts hella pressure on your younger siblings. Of course. Oh, I can't fail but now. They don't give a fuck. We I can't fail think about now. That, bro. So what it does, <laughs> what what should happen is, oh, instead of your instead of them making you out to be a failure, you might have failed. But me as a parent, me as a person, I had sex and I took care right. of you and I did all this shit. I put a roof over your head, like you just said. The the, the, the thing you hate them hearing them saying is like, oh, at your age, I did this. Mm. The thing I hate hearing is. 
oh, I put a roof over your head. That's what Bitch, you're supposed to, do. to That's the shit that you're supposed to You're supposed to. Do. to. The teacher not finna give you an uh, extra credit for doing your homework. <laughs> right. You're supposed to do that. You were so you had uh, you had unprotected sex, had a baby, had me. You have to take care of me and all that shit. Either do that, give me up for adoption, or kill me. Shit, I'd rather you just kill me, cause. Cause if you if you just gonna fu- if you just gonna be resentful at me, cause you had me. I, I'm not trying to be 25 and I realize I'm adopted. That shit sucks. Oh bro. come on, bro, fuck that. Bro, you, can <laughs> adopted, bro. you can be adopted into a good situation. True. But I hate hearing that. And then the thing is, instead of your parents making you out to be a failure, they could help you. So then you're then you could be successful. And then your little brother and sister say, "Oh well, he failed, and mom and dad helped him out." So if I fail, I know they have my back. I have a safety And there's that sense mm-hmm. of community, that sense of loving familyness. But that's not what's going see, on See, that's here. what I see. I can speak for this, that same situation, but it's kind of like a twist on it because it's like my brother, uh, my brother's very smart and like the engineering and all that shit and like IT and all that, but that's not what he's choosing to do with his life. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. But I watched, I watched my brother go to alternative school even when we were in... South Carolina, you know, I watch them get kicked out of these schools, go to the schools with the bad kids, which that shit is so fucked up because it's usually black and brown kids at those schools mm-hmm, most of the time. Uh, at a disproportionate rate, but that that's none of my fucking business. Um, so he went to the alternative school, you know, and did what we had to do, whatever, came over here, he still was getting in trouble, decided to drop out of Marietta, my mom turned around, bust her ass, made sure that, you know, she like, she don't even have to talk to me about this, but she like you're still in high school. You're still going to Marietta. You doing the complete opposite of what your brother did. Your brother dropped out of high school. You in like this highest program at the school that the school can offer. Mm -hmm. So it's like my mom was extremely harder on me. And I don't know why, I don't know if that, if that had to do with, you know, like my brother, that's her, that's her feeling pressure that she, maybe she felt like she failed your brother and she felt like that she's doing what she could to help him. But what she was doing wasn't enough for him. Yeah, I don't she know. She figured, oh yeah, let me just put in, let me put in overtime work on you mm-hmm. to make sure you're you're gonna yeah. be okay. I mean, I'm not trying to say that's right. No, but but I that's think, pretty much. I think that's how her, she was going. About yeah, it. as we're talking about it, I think that um, you know, my brother was born, he was really really sick. Like it was like a 50-50 chance. Mm-hmm. Well, no, seriously, it was like a fifty fifty yeah. chance that he was gonna live or die. Awesome and shit. he lived. Same with me. He lived, and my hey, I think you a survivor. Didn't even you? In, even in how I like they, for this shit. even so, in how they oh, interact God. with each other. I feel like my brother is a little bit more babied by my mom. Yeah, the same. Like that's the same with me. Like my mom, I'm not like, bro. So I love my mom. Shout out to my mom. But the shit she has done before has been shitty. Like when you told me that Grandma Tanya had told you that God. she said that my the sister, scandal, the scandal. She's like my like you told me that Grandma Tanya told. Uh, she told me and the thing was I wasn't even supposed to tell you, but I, I I talked to my mom and I was like I don't think I can hold this secret from him because if it was me I would want to know. That mm-hmm. my mother said shit. something like this. Yeah, so my mom basically told uh, my stepdad's mom that my sister's adopted. Mm. Because uh, like my my brother and sister have been in some rough patches with her and shit like that. So I guess she was just like, oh, they're adopted. So that's why they like that. I don't know. She said some type shit. Is so that me- true? Fuck no, that shit's oh. not true. Me and my mom got in arguments. We got in an argument like, probably like uh, a couple days after that. And I was like, you are such a fucked up person. I was like, them kids did. I was like, my sister and brother didn't. Even though they've done fucked up shit before. Mm-hmm. Like, even though they were bad. They might have been bad kids. Might have been disrespectful shit like that. Nobody deserves to, to have shit. their mother disown them. Awesome shit, yeah. Unless you're going to say that shit to their face. If my mama disowned me, I'd be like... 
I'm she, out, bro. I be like, leave. Not to, not to say, but I be like, bitch, say that shit to my face. If you gonna disown me, say I'm adopted. Say that shit to my face, so you can say like, if you are gonna be a real woman about it, say it to my face. Don't, don't disown your kids, bro. That shit is so disrespectful. You had those kids. And even those are the, your kids. That's a recipe of making like a, a societal maniac. But no, but even in, <laughs> even in that, shit. even in what you just said, like just kind of breaking down what you just said, like oh there, you were like oh there are times where I guess they would have been a bad kid, or I guess they might have been disrespectful. If your mom didn't nip that disrespect in the bud, if your mom didn't say hey you can't act like this to me, mm-hmm. and as soon as and I'm not gonna act like this to you, but you definitely so can't act like this to me. Like you can't you can't turn around and cuss at your kids and tell your kids not to cuss back at you. That doesn't right. work like that. So if you tell your kids, not saying that your like mom that. has done that, but most <laughs> every, black, every black, most black parents, parents have done that. Every like black that. parent does that shit. They cuss at you, you cuss at them back. You either cuss at them or you say something back. Don't be disrespectful. So I have the right to voice my opinion. Breaking that down even now, whether it's so hard sometimes to to get you to see that, but. God, me and my mom have had so many conversations and so many arguments. Like, my mom was travel nursing in California, and we had this huge, explosive argument where mm. I just, God, I was just, I was yelling, I was, was crying. I, I had lost my voice the next day. It was so bad. Going um, Yeah, and I just finally got out all the shit that I felt. Say. And then after that, when I came back from California, I was kind of aggressive. I had a lot of pent up anger. That's all but, right. um, Sometimes it be that, like that. After that, <laughs> Uh, our relationship has gotten so much better and I tell my mom like when we're talking to each other I tell her I'm like the thing about this is like we can talk to each other like we're grown women because I'm 21 years old and she's like yeah you're grown you're grown you can talk to me with respect you can say what you want you know you can say I'm not gonna disrespect you at the end of the day but mm-hmm. if you turn around and you disrespect me I'm gonna tell you okay that's disrespectful and I don't wanna talk to you no more right. period I don't have to sit here and cuss you back out because you disrespecting me like you know what I mean I just feel like that's so stupid I do try to break myself out of that childish mindset like, cause I mean I'm not like that with every situation mm-hmm. but sometimes like I do it and I'm like damn I probably shouldn't have done that like yeah, uh, I I, just I try to be kind of calm and controlled because I feel like fighting fire with fire gets you nowhere sometimes. So I'm like, I just be enjoying. But if it. I'm mad, I, I, I mean, maybe I don't have an over. We don't know that though. You ever seen somebody fight a fire with fire? Sometimes I think there's a technique where they do that to put out the fire. Yeah, the, mm. it, it is a way that's that that's possible. You can put a fire out with a fire. I forgot. But how, it's not what but, the, just for the sake of the saying. I'm just saying sometimes like sometimes you don't need all that extra energy come back and sometimes yeah. sometimes you know you do come with a little it sometimes you do come with a little spice but uh, at the same time it's like I'm not trying to get worked up over a situation because me and my mom will fight and then five minutes later she'll come in my room and be like you gonna come in the kitchen and eat like okay like I'm not finna blow uh, out my energy that's not me and my dad I'm not finna blow out my energy with you knowing <laughs> that five minutes later you gonna come around and be like okay we'd say on. like three sentences that would just be like kind of like they'd be like oh we just say three open sentences and then we look at each other and he'd be looking at me with that face of like, what you just say to me or, oh, oh, oh this is disrespect or, oh, I can't believe him, my like, bro. That's how me and my dad are. Like, and I'm like, bro, I can't look at you like that because you really pissing me off. Like, bro, like you look at me like I said something stupid, but I just said, I just answered your question however you asked me the question. Mm-hmm. But I answered it in a way you didn't expect so. So you... I'm disrespectful. No, like, suck my dick, bro. Like, no, don't talk. It's, no, bro. I, I mean, I, I understand <laughs> both sides. I just don't feel... Pre- I don't feel pressured to behave in a way that I know I wouldn't normally Oh, no, nah, but, know? like, I, I give it to him, like, how it is, like... You piss me off, you piss me off, but at the same time, I'm gonna come around and be like, we both disrespect each other, to, and we should be able to talk to about keep this. keep it 100, and then we probably... Bro, I like only money. apologize if I feel like I was truly wrong. If I feel like my mother or somebody did something to me first, and they need to apologize with... 
You don't have to. I don't, no, yeah, I'm not saying that type of situation. I'm no, saying, I'm just like, saying. I'm just saying in general because parents don't apologize. Yeah, that's something it. that needs to be normalized. Like, like oh, when I have my kids, if they if they turn around I'm and tell me for everything, if they tell me like, <laughs> oh, mom, that really hurt my feelings, I'm gonna be like, oh what did God. I say that hurt your feelings? Man. Go talk to them a little bit more about it. Ask them why it hurt their feelings. That's really what anybody. It, at the end of the day, to. you're saying I don't like when people apologize. We talked about this kind of early, but not really. We kind of mm, went on this. Yeah. I don't really like when people apologize at this point because I feel like I've, I've been hurt by a lot of people. And I'm not even like hurt myself and the things that I say and things that I do because that's how I am. Pretty self reflective. Like if I were, to, I am all If I were to say something to Zine right now that would be like really hurtful to him, I'm gonna hurt myself that's because I know that I hurt him. Mm-hmm. So. What I'm trying to say is, like, I just feel like sometimes apologies are kind of just, like, what what's the point of apologizing? Because, like, you already said the shit that you had to say. Like, if he gets mad at me and he calls me something and he says something, yeah, I... Mm, I don't know. I just I feel really, like... I think um, apologies are something that should still stick around. No, I'm saying, like, yeah, you should apologize, but at the end of the day, I don't want to keep on hearing you apologize for the same oh, shit. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, you say, okay, go give me that one apology, and after that, I don't need to hear you say it, like, 50 more times But no, but shit. even then, after, even in the way that I still feel about apologies, I still feel like uh, half of no, it... the best apology ha- is, is change behavior. Half of it, okay. like I'm saying, half of it is... It's like, okay, I understand you're acknowledging that you did something wrong, but mm-hmm. the other half is like, I really don't care because you said what you had to say at this right. point, and that's how you felt. Whether you whether you saying that you meant it or not, I don't know that. That's just like if me and Star got into an argument later on, and I saw, oh, every time you come on a podcast, you would know it all ass bitch. <laughs> Which I some, feel like there might be some truth to that. I feel like he's got a little bit of resentment no, there. there is no resentment there. <laughs> no. She, she brings a lot of flavor and a lot of different opinions <laughs> that are good to the podcast. Yeah, but I'm saying, if that's how you I said that, I can apologize for that. But that I'm came gonna from be somewhere hurt. that was real. That's what, and that's that's another thing too. People don't Everything like admitting comes, this, but when you're angry, it's almost like liquid courage. Out. It's almost like liquid courage. Like when you're angry, you're like, oh, I can really say what I want to say. I've been yeah. want to say this shit. Yeah, and you're like start your like, fucking you bitch. Say, like, you oh, okay. Say your unfiltered opinion. Like what everybody do is a. It's, this is a filter. This is your opinion. Your raw opinion going in. Oh, and this yeah, is I the know. formulated opinion yeah. that's respectful but still like analyzed coming like out. Somebody saying, "Oh yeah, that's why you fat as fuck." Oh, yeah. JK, JK, JK. No, yeah. bro, you, no, bro, you said, that shit. yeah, you said what yeah, you said. I know, yeah. There's some truth in every fucking joke, of course. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> but I was saying, so this is that filter. Your opinion raw going in, coming out, maybe and more analyzed, filtered, and blah blah blah, whatever. Awesome Take shit. that filter away. Oh, you would know it all as bitch. That, that was <laughs> and, and that was what about it bitch like, goes into. Oh, you kind of act like you know some things all the time. Oh no, you you would know it all as bitch goes into. I just feel like when you come on the podcast, you may talk a little more and feel like you. No, it's not. I, Jesus. I, like I said, when I like I said last night with Simeon, when I have examples, ninety percent of them miss, but that ten percent. This shit is hitting. It's hitting kind of hard. It's almost like I'm. Nah, hey, it's not 10%. personal. I promise. I'm telling you, it's not, I, bro. I, bro, I, you know me, bro. I'm not. My filter is very small. It's gonna catch the only. It only catches certain things. I'm gonna say what I want to say. I say that shit to my mom. I say it to my sister. I say it to you. I say it to everybody. Yeah, and sometimes it can be disrespectful. And yeah. it, and when it does turn out to be disrespectful, you know how like how I'm telling you right now. Mm-hmm. Like if you turn around and told me, like not even in a heated sense, like how you just said your filter is very small. If you turn around and say, "Sorry, you're just a fucking know it all." Like let's say you left off the bitch part, and you're mm-hmm. like, "Sorry, you're just a fucking know it all." Cool. I'm gonna be like, okay, I, and I'm gonna be like, I, I don't know why the fuck you said that, but and if I'm hurt by that. 
you have to take accountability for the shit that you mm-hmm. just said. True. Yeah. And, and that's that's and that's why that's, I the part. Take, that's why my filter is so small because I take my other part of my filter is accountability. I will take accountability for what I have to say. If it's disrespectful, oh well, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but it came off that way. That's how it came off. Right. Awesome shit. My bad. I'm sorry. That even shit. even in hearing that I'm sorry, and even in hearing. Oh, that, no, I'm not saying I'm sorry. I'm just. Uh, I wouldn't I'm say. I'm, him. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying I wouldn't say I'm sorry. It's just if it's disrespectful, mm-hmm. I didn't mean it that way. But if that's how it came out. Boom. That's just how it is. I just feel like uh, sometimes there's a lack of. I didn't mean it disrespectfully. If that helps. Yeah. But, uh, look, at the end of the day, we've been here for three and a half years. This is nothing new to me. Mm. And disrespect th- is nothing new to you. That's I, why with me. And my oh mom, shit! He beats her. That's why. That's why with me and my. This the thing my mom does now is real irritating to me because she might say something and I might be like, "What are you talking about?" And I might tell her something. Like with the whole uh, like when she was getting her little tummy tuck, it's not uh, it's the cat's out the bag now. Mom got a tummy tuck. Oh god! But that's just like me. I hope I'm like, went well. Not yet it's went been well. Months. It's but been I'm months. saying like I'm telling I'm like I'm like if you don't diet right, this is gonna come back. And before she got, it, I was like, your son's a trainer. I can train you to lose that. And when I would say that, she'd be like, oh, all right. And she'll walk off because she she thinks. My mom has this thing where she thinks what I'm saying is disrespectful mm. because of the way it might come out, and I take accountability for the way it might come out. It might come out sounding harsh, mm. but the message behind it is genuine. It's, it's genuine. True. It's true. This me? is something that I said to Zim the other day. I, I said, so bad. I said in order that in order for our relationship to prosper in the right way, that I need to harden just a little bit more, even though I'm not really a hard person. Oh. No, I, I said I need to soften a little more. I told him, okay. if we can meet in the middle, then our relationship will prosper in the way that it needs to go. Mm-hmm. But it, it, I can't, I cannot harden myself and you not soften yourself, because right. that's not, okay, that's not that going to be sense. fair. Yeah. You know, and like I said, there are some things where I'm just that's like, yeah, this shit, this shit, I'm like, yeah, that didn't have to be said in that manner. Mm-hmm. And that's just, a, that's just a matter of learning how to really talk. A lot yeah. of people don't know how to communicate well mm-hmm. because we weren't taught how to communicate well. Right. We're taught communi- how to communicate through people cussing at us. Right. Uh, going back to yeah. the conversation that we're having. That's ha- why that my we were having. Feel much Like, school teaches you how to... I'm not even trying to throw the conversation off. You but do. school teaches you how to read, but they don't teach you how to talk. Yeah. And, and when you go to college, you start to learn how to talk when you take these public, mm, speaking, public classes. speaking classes. And shit like that. But even, even then, it's not shit. even that best way of learning. You know yeah. what I mean? You learn really, through you learn talking how, through deans and right, teachers you, and you shit. You learn how like to that. talk about bullet points, but you don't know how to have a true conversation. So, Facts. I mean, I don't know. It's just uh, it's a lot. But like y'all saying about the whole family thing, yeah, there needs to be more of like a little, you know, uh, a, a unit, I guess, yeah. more like the Hispanic Your family, family should be a unit. It shouldn't be, oh. That's one thing my dad does preach, though. Well, unity? Yeah. My mom Amongst the too. family itself. Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah, if any, if all else fails, you will be able to depend on your family members. The, the, yeah. These five people, six people mm-hmm. in this house, we'll all be able to be on call, one one phone mm-hmm. call away mm-hmm. from helping. So, But I'm going to be honest Thanks. with you, I don't feel that way about my dad, but that's like some shit I need to oh, talk well, I mean. To. Yeah, I, I feel like I, some people preach like, that, but some people might not actually believe that. They might just be preaching it. Yeah, hey. but I feel like my mom, like, when when we have arguments as a family, my mom is visibly upset mm-hmm. because she's like, I don't want, I want us I for, like, yeah. she's like, I want us for me, you know, your dad and your brother and you. I want us all to just be tight. I don't want, because we're such a small family. You know, she's like, I, I don't. I don't want us to be fighting and doing all this. And it literally hurts her. If there's one thing that hurts my mom, is that. It's when we are bickering and arguing and it's a lot of shit that's going on. Mm-hmm. But like I told my mom the other Sometimes day... Sometimes you need to do that to get to, get to a certain point, you yeah, feel me? But like I told my mom the other day, I was just like, 
uh, and I know it hurt her to hear it, but I was mm. like, I don't, I, there's a barrier between me and my father and that's just what it is. And I don't, I, it's, I don't think Same. we're going to, I don't think we're going to be able I to got, get over I it. I got Papa issues. And it's it, like they create, it's like the father's creating that barrier. Obviously. My dad most it's definitely not, created that barrier. It's not a joint thing. It's the, it's the adult or not, not even adult because y'all are all adults. It's the father. It's the father for you creating it. And they don't want to change. And even like even in talking through this, this is like a therapy session. Wow, you guys. Hell are yeah, this man banterific, uncut conversations with the culture to impact, educate, and entertain the culture. But like even with talking and resolve this, the culture, talking through this, Probably I'm realizing like that's probably a reason why I don't really like the whole apology shit because my father would make so many mistakes and turn around the next day and say I'm sorry y'all da 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 and he would do it so much I figured something that like that would happen he would do it so much like apologies yes and then that's not really something you hear every day you feel me yeah and then even in turning around and now being in the relationship that I'm in Zim exposed me in the last episode my preference is women but I'm with a man so that's just how it is that I have a lot of sure I have issues with my father so I'm iffy I'm kind of skewed on like men and that's not to say anybody that listens to this shit uh the reason okay I that's not the reason why I prefer women I just do it's not because I have daddy issues yeah, because that issue just started, really. I just do. Not really. Not really. It's kind no, of. I'm, I'm not saying it just, it just started like just now, but I'm saying the the kind of barrier just kind of thickened oh, off you what, what he's doing. Yeah. Like the barrier's always been there, but mm-hmm. you would kind of peek over and be like, hey. No, see, the thing is, like, <laughs> I, I, the thing is, beforehand, I used to be a daddy's girl. Like, everything mm-hmm. that we did together growing up, me and my, da- my dad would sit me down and act like I'm playing drums with him you know mm-hmm. we watch wrestling and shit we bond over like art and music and all that and we don't have that anymore mm-hmm. we don't have that anymore because I my dad's homophobic period mm-hmm. and he doesn't think that he is but you turn around and you can say certain things that's homophobic to me right and I think my dad is insensitive to a point where it's I can't rock with it like I can't. I, I, it's a lot of shit that makes me feel uncomfortable just because of the things that you yeah. know I've been through and stuff like that. And I, it's certain shit that I just can't rock with, and that's just what it is. So what I'm saying is, my preference being women. That's why me being with a man is kind of hard to hear him apologize to me when he does. If he apologizes, because it's like, oh, you saw my, you saw my fucking father, and I don't want to hear that shit. Like you just just leave me alone. Like I don't even want to hear it. Hmm. You say what the fuck you had to say. And you hurt my feelings, boom, bam, whatever. You gonna change it? You gonna stop talking like that? Boom, bam, okay, you're not. Okay, fine, whatever, fuck it. I don't give a fuck anymore. Right. And I kind of carton and I close off and I don't want to hear that shit. And I just rather us not talk about it and talk about something else. That's how it is. That's why I say this shit is like therapy because I just talk through that. Wow. But, um, I know. You made it. I just talked through that you shit. You made it. I just talked through the daddy I'm issue. I'm proud of you. I know. I know. Look at you being yourself. Why are you squeezing mm. my head so hard? Because I'm so I, I, fucking hard. I'm so sorry. No, you're good. You're good. I, I'm you like, damn, I, <laughs> it's like, I really what? don't. That shit turned into a mashed plate of mashed potatoes. It, it is. Over her hand was just a plate of mashed you potatoes. You know how, like, when it's like, I got scared. Fingers, he yeah. was like, I done, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, damn, I wouldn't even be squeezing with, like, 50%. Not no, you even You got like, some strong-ass hands. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, that that's that's that shit there. So that's what, like, there's a barrier. a half years of wrestling. Yeah, that's what happens. Jesus Christ. There's a barrier. All right, well, it's been a great episode, but all great things have to come to an end and they'll start again next week. So, getting yeah. into our fill my pockets. I need money. I'm grabbing all the oxygen around. It's 555, oh, y'all. It's repeating number. Ooh, 555. The idea to fill your pockets for this week is to rent your friendship. The qualifications is you just got to be a human or a dog that can talk or any animal that can talk if you're out there. 
The startup cost is you can sign up for free at rentafriend.com. And I did that shit late last night. Rentafriend.com. Once again, rentafriend.com. And the potential profit is you can charge between $10 to $50 an hour. Or either way, you can also uh, uh, contact the person and y'all kind of come up with a price and shit like that. So rentmyfriend.com is basically... Um, it's like a, a social media platform, but on there you have your prices per hour to rate mm-hmm. your friendship. And it's for people for like, mm-hmm. say somebody travels into a new town and they want to meet up with somebody, have a drink, and they just don't want to be alone in the town. Yeah, it's for people shit. like that. Um, it said a common student. request is that a member may have an invitation for a work party or a wedding or something oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. And then you need, you, my nigga, you need somebody to go where you want to be alone. Mm-hmm. Or say you got to go to the cookout and you don't want to be with an ugly girl. So you go in there, find you a fine girl. Jesus. So your uncle can be like, I see your nephew. Shit like that. So that's what Rent a Friend is. And like I said, you can sign up at rentafriend.com and you can make between, uh, you can charge oh, between shit. 10 to $50 an hour. Let me see. I sent you something. I sent you something. Oh, shit. You did. That that's quick. for you. Because this is between um, part-time and full-time. So basically, if you work part-time, which is three days a week, if you charge $20 an hour, you can make $480 weekly. You can make... $1,920 monthly and yearly you would make $23,040 um, a year. So that was for $20 full time and they also have a $50 full time just showing you the lowest and the highest. So let's go to uh, if you work full time which is five days a week and let's go to if you're charging $50 an hour if you a bad bitch or you like you know Damn. you a, you a, a six foot nigga with a beard. Nigga I'm just bougie. I'm, I'm gonna charge you $50. Or yeah somebody minute. can pay that. So if you charge fifty dollars an hour, you can make two thousand dollars weekly, eight thousand dollars monthly. You will make ninety six thousand dollars a year. Golly. You will almost be, is that six figures? Is that almost six figures? And a hundred thousand dollars, six figures. Yeah. You will almost you will be four thousand dollars away from making six figures. Hey, that's some so, shit. So the idea to fill your pockets for this week once again is to sign up at rentafriend.com and rent your friendship. God damn it. Rain it out. So moving on to our peace, love, and positivity. We live in an era and time where peace, love, and positivity is considered corny, you know, or whack. I'm like, get the fuck, that's some real evil-ass shit. Y'all know peace, love, and positivity give you one tip to better our planet, one positive story, and Jason gives you one nugget of motherfucking motivation. So This nigga is having a seizure right now. (laughs) So the one tip to better our planet is to forego the fork, which basically means to stop being bougie and asking for fucking silver, uh, plastic silverware at restaurants. You chopsticks. Stop being that bougie-ass motherfucker that's asking for shit. So what we do is when we go to places like when we went to Waffle House last time, we ask for... um, Oh, you just exposed yourself. I mean, I I gotta live my truth. True. So when we went to Waffle House last time, yes, we went That was like a couple... Probably like five weeks ago. Hmm. Bruh. Like a, probably like a month ago, we gotta live our truth. If you don't live your truth, it was you good. can be used against you. It was good as fuck. Why nobody talking about Chick Fil A, but whatever. It was right, good. nobody talking about Chick Fil A to be homophobic. But that's a, that'll be that'll be another conversation for another day. Yeah. So what you can do is you can ask for a cup of boiling ass hot water, and you can put salt and vinegar in it, and then just let the silverware just sit in there, and that will disinfect it. Because what people don't realize is realistically, you cannot get bacteria a hundred percent off of something. Mm-hmm. You can't. You, you mm-hmm. just can't. So it won't be 100% clean, but if you ask for plastic shit, that's fucking up our envir- in our environment because yeah. you're using plastic. They had to make more plastic. True And facts. you're using uh, non-reusable shit because, mm-hmm. I mean, they don't really reuse 
they don't really reuse plastic forks and shit. They most people yeah, not yeah, taking yeah. that with them and reducing, reusing, and recycling it. Mm-mm. So, in the words of Two Chains, would you rather be unemployed or underrated? Meaning, unemployed because the Earth purges us off when we all die, or would you other rather be underrated? Underrated meaning, would you rather be one of those people that doesn't ask for plastic and you're trying to save the planet? Mm-hmm. Just words of Two Chains. So, getting into our one positive story, our one positive story for this week is Papa John's founder agrees to leave the board. Oh, he said shit. his words, quote unquote, because I got the quote for him. He said, I, my nigga, y'all won. Those was his last words. So, Good maybe, this will help, maybe this will help bring Papa John's back bigger and less racist and put them in a more positive light because founder uh, Papa John's is leaving the board. That man said, all right, nigga, y'all won. All right, nigga, y'all won. So, Jason is going to leave us off with our one nugget of motivation. I'm hungry for knowledge. The whole thing is to learn every day to get brighter and brighter. That's what this world is about. You look at someone like Gandhi and he glowed. Martin Luther King glowed. Muhammad Ali glows. I think that's from being... I think that's from being bright all the time and trying to be brighter. Jay-Z. Jigga. One more time for the people in the back. One more time for the people in the back. I'm hungry for knowledge. The whole thing is to learn every day and get brighter and brighter. That's what this world is about. You look at someone like Gandhi and he glowed. Martin Luther King glowed. Muhammad Ali glows. I think that's from being bright all the time and trying to be brighter. That being said, man, just each and every day try to be more positive, try to be brighter, try to fix our planet. Y'all can complain. We can complain, see the results, see what's going on. You gotta make it happen. But who's out there really making it happen right. and not just saying shit? Yeah. So start giving me your uh, Instagram and Twitters. You have anything oh, to follow all your stuff at? I'm Shit. on the spot. I'm you are on the spot. It'll oh. be in the show notes, but give them to them real quick. Uh, You guys can follow. Oh, Jesus. This dude has put his spells on me. But anyway, <laughs> you guys can follow um, Anomalous at Anomamag. He said it like four times earlier. Anomamag. They sponsored this episode. Uh yeah, that is a one woman crew. That is all me. Start Founder, CEO, the episode. Oh, going to work on that bit. Why? Founder, CEO, editor, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's all me. Um, so like I said, I know Mag. Uh, you can follow me at Star K Maya, and you can follow the Kofu Altruist, which is some shit that we were talking about earlier in the episode mm-hmm. about being more altruistic and basically what the fuck the team just said at the CEO Altruist. And always, you can follow our. You can follow us at Azim Bernard. You can follow Jason at Kineki KB. And you can follow our podcast on Twitter. We're not as prominent on Twitter. We're gonna try to change that. We gotta work on that. We gotta work on that. But our Instagram is jumping. Hey, it's twerking. Yeah. It's twerking. Our Instagram be twerking like Cardi B. Nah, what? nah, nah. Our Instagram is twerk like Big Frida. Fucking nigga, me. Big Frida. Who the fuck is Big Frida? You don't know who Big Frida is? Nah, but that's the twerk queen. Nah, the twerk queen that's is Miss Twerksome. No, no. The That's your fucking queen, mind. The Turk Queen, the nah, the Twerk Queen. Can't even pronounce it because that is, you know that shit is true. Big Frida. I will see a I tall, see hulking who... man. A what? That can shake his ass. Okay. I give it to him. I give it to him. Okay. Nah, for real. Nah, like he gets seriously. It. He gets I saw I, a video. We gonna see right? this. We gonna I see saw a video. This. I'm like, damn, she going crazy. Buddy, turn around as a whole nigga. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> And I, I'm like, bro, I'm not even mad because I'm like, damn, like, you really did a great job, bro. Like, for oh real. Oh, my God. As always, she man. crazy, bro. As now. always, take the knowledge <laughs> and the topics from this, this conversation sad, and have your own uncut, banterific conversation. Like, Thank y'all for I listening. I just watched a grown-ass man shake his ass. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Thank you for making it to the end for of this four episode. four minutes and 37 seconds. Bye. 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 B